Hello and welcome again, fellow followers of Hawkinism. And before we begin, to whoever put that offensive bumper sticker on the back of my car, thank you. And now, book five, Ed. In the time before time, the Lord Hawkins looked upon the planet. He called it Ed, and it was good. When creatures came forth upon the green ground, he was amused. For in his eyes, they were all pandas. Read it again. For in his eyes, they were all pandas. The bear was dubbed burly panda. The giraffe was dubbed neck panda. All were pandas and all was good. The Lord Hawking landed on the planet Ed in a telephone booth. Rufus had given him the wrong directions, but it was cool. Lord Hawkins stepped onto the planet Ed and reserved the pandas. Be not afraid of the Lord, stated Hawkins. My heart is full and willing to share. The pandas were scared. The Messiah had an erection. Read it again. The Messiah had an erection. It was weeks before Lord Hawkins captured all the pandas and named them. I have dominion over all panda beasts, exclaimed Lord Hawkins. The pandas were scared. No one wants to end up as a panda suit for a deranged deity. Lord Hawkins was confused about the panda's fright, so he ventured into the desert to look for a sign. There he saw a serpent. Beware not my coil, answered the serpent. Lord Hawkins was confused. I didn't know that the slithering panda could speak. The serpent sighed and said, quit calling everybody a panda. The Lord Hawking ruffled. Read it again. The Lord Hawking ruffled. The serpent approached Lord Hawking and stared him in the eye. The secret to panda mastery is to be everywhere. Read it again. The secret to panda mastery is to be everywhere. When they reach a new line, Proclaim it first. When they discover something, proclaim your love of it first. When they open their mouths, proclaim first. Do this and win their respect. The Lord Hawking agreed. And so ends book five. Come on back next week for book number six. And also don't forget the next week is our annual bake sale. And if I should find a pube again like I did last year, there will be hell to pay. Amen. Continuing apparently died. On like Donkey Kong. Kill the brain. Welcome to Brain Dead Radio. I'm Rob Hughes. CJ Larson. Episode motherfucking 15. 15. 15 episodes. Still going strong. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, 
We need to take a moment of silence. Show me that smile again. Show me that smile. Don't waste another minute on your crying. With a begin. Mike Seaver is now a Christian. But now convert you. Whether you want to convert or not. He's going to put Jesus in you with his penis. And with that, let's take a moment of silence for one Mr. Andrew Koenig, a.k.a. Boners to Bone. We hope you find another sidekick up in heaven, Boner. It happened too soon, Boner. It happened too soon. Never, <gasps> never forget. I believe it was episode... 13 or 14 of ours. I think Alan Thick is like, I fucking hated that guy anyway. No, no one what hated him. Thick fucking killed him. Alan, no, no, it's not. I can't even joke about it. I feel bad for the guy. Oh, he killed himself, man. He didn't kill himself. It's bad. Chekhov, Chekhov's all sad and shit. I didn't know that he was Chekhov's son. Yes, nuclear vessels. That is horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's too but bad. But the, the, the positivity with all Poor of this. Chekhov. The positivity with all the horribleness is that Chekhov is actually using this to kind of speak out. Using his kind of Star Trek stuff About to be like suicide. De- and depression and, and depression. Like, so I'm kind of hoping that we see some PSAs with Star Trek analogies out there for the nerds. Like, you remember? Remember when Spock died? Everybody was sad? Well, he came back, but you can't. So make sure that you talk to your captain if you're ever too sad to go on. We charge those lithium crystals. Do you see the the picture they keep putting up of him with the long hair? It looks like my cousin. Like, exactly yeah. like my cousin. It looks like he should be singing like a Creed cover band. Seriously, I just, I, I feel bad for the poor guy. It's, he obviously had issues. And it sucks. Everyone liked Boners to Bone. The thing is... He was a good time, fun character, a growing pains. And we talked about him, and he was bad to this to Bone, bad yeah, in podcast. So we, we, were, we were we were big fans I don't of, really know other than and that dead end. Joker thing. Yeah, Dead End, the Batman uh, fan film. Right, right, the fan film. Yep. Did he do any actual, like, movies? I'm that? sure you he know did, of? but I'm not going to... I don't have IMDb on yeah. top of my fingertips here. You know, but. I'm not going to come out and say, like, I'm, I, I was an ultra fan, but... You know, all these yeah, people, I'm not going to pretend like I followed his career after Growing Pains, but... But he did... T- he, we I, know him. I mean, he I quite with, enjoyed Growing Pains. Yes, I, I mean, it definitely Boner. wasn't my favorite of the 80s sitcoms, but I watched it quite a bit. I grew up with Boner. <laughs> not a Boner, with Boner. It's, it's just, you know, it's it's so easy to, to make the jokes yes. because of Boner. And I... It may be insensitive, but I as soon as it happened, I'm just like, if I can do Boner jokes, I can do Boner jokes today. And I go to work, and like the first thing I am, I'm like, oh, it's always bad when a boner dies, you know, that kind of thing. It's just, you know, oh, it's easy. Boner's now flaccid. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know. That one goes out to uh, to Mr. Jeff Ocone. Uh, that was his line. Uh, but like, yes. I, I heard boner had a stroke, you know, just, you know, little things like that. And maybe it's wrong, you know, maybe it's a little dark. But, you know. I'm very disconnected from it because I didn't know the guy. But suicide is serious. I was just going to say, it actually... Teenage suicide, don't do it. Yes. If you need any help, I'm sure you can call 1-800-SUICIDE. <laughs> it's, sure a suicide. Can, it's a suicide. <laughs> it's a suicide. It's a suicide. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not going to be one of those... Like I said, I'm not going to be one of those guys that, uh, you know, we followed his entire career, but we do remember him fondly from uh, growing up. You know, mm-hmm. we, we talked about him. Well, you heard um, uh, fucking... Uh, Mike Seaver's. Well, uh, Kirk Cameron's like, and he's Kirk gonna. Cameron's... He's ready for the everlasting judgment. And blah, well, I didn't hear blah, that. Blah. But like, before he, off, before Mike they knew Seaver, that he died, he was, uh, he like put out a statement, you know, being like, you know, if you're out there, you know, contact me. You know, I want to talk you through this. Fuck that. He would just give him a Jesus. banana and be like, yeah. just you grab that with your thumb. Bam, <laughs> bam. That's right. <laughs> That's fucking right. I'm Mike Seaver. It's a dick move. No one mm-hmm. like Mike Seaver's a cock. 
Fuck him. But it sucks that boner's dead. Mm -hmm. Another one of my heroes, dead. Yep. God damn it. Tackleberry, fat kid from Monster Squad, Casper from Kids, and now boners to bone. You kind of growing pains. You, you, would I, you say? Would you go as far as to say, Rob? Yes. That you saw a little boner in yourself as a child. I kind of felt a little boner in yeah, myself. Yeah, you as felt a child. little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. So, I think I'm going to start a new feature. Actually, not a new feature because I don't know if I can keep up with this. But I want to kind of do a random question of the podcast mm. uh, thing. I'm not sure if I'm going to keep up with this. Okay. But I have a very good one. Okay. This. I, okay. Now, a little side note, I was flipping around the tube, uh, I believe it was Thursday night or Wednesday night, and uh, you know, we were pretty drunk having some fun, and we are flipping around, and we turned to Spike TV, Ooh. you know, the channel for men. Yeah, totally, That's for right. dudes. That's right, for dudes, for bro dudes, broses. Mm -hmm. And I stumbled you like up seeing someone get hurt? Turn on fucking Spike TV. That was a ways to die. Stripper you like heel extreme sports? Yeah, it's sad. It's you like chicks in bikinis? I do. Well, there you go. I like seeing people die while they're fucking a chicken in a bikini while doing extreme sport. Bam. And I came across a show called Mansers. You ever watch that show? Uh, yes, okay. I have. You, okay, now, have you watched it because you enjoy it? Or you, like, you flip around and you're like, what the fuck is this? Uh, I don't more wanna... like, what the fuck is this? Okay, good. Oh, good. Yeah. So we're on the same page. I don't I don't see how you could like be like, my favorite show is fucking Mansers, and I watch it every week. Now, the problem is, as a 10-year-old, yes, I would love Mansers because I'm like, Hell yeah, this is so dutiful. Yeah, man. I flipped on, and this was the question that was on the screen. Shit you not word for word. What animal busts the biggest nut? <laughs> not lying, that's the question. And Mansers, hmm. they answered it. So oh. CJ, if you had a guess, which animal busted the biggest nut? Is this multiple choice, or is this just any animal? I could give you multiple choice, or you could just say any animal. Because I think if I give you multiple choice, it might kind of hmm. point out. Mm, okay. Because one of these things is not like the other, but what right. animal boss and humans do not count. And I'm sure it's going to be something surprising. Hmm. But That's right. I'll go with what everyone will probably say yes. and be like, how about the elephant? I would have to say a big resounding. No. It's like the whammy. Whammy. The animal that busts the biggest nut. Horse. A fruit fly. Really, a fruit fly? In, is it in proportion, in to, proportion its size? to its body? The fruit no. fly is, they said it was like, what, like two yeah, centimeters? I bet Mr. Hands would have something to say about that, because I'm sure he'd say horse. Well, they said it was like, I think it was like two centimeters or two millimeters big or something, and then the the sperm, it has, it, it, it shoots one sperm, that's its nut, and it's, it's Does sperm. Does it have wings that like flies around? It's sperm, they said, I believe it was like two inches. It was like, like quintuple died i mean like 10 times bigger than that's the like the fucking thing they pull out of neo's stomach in the matrix it's as it, i, I kind of looked at it like they said basically <laughs> the fruit flies balls are in proportion to you having balls that weighed 12 pounds each and were bowling balls okay. on your body and if you shot a load I'm trying to remember the exact wording because i'm like i don't a i'm not sure how they got away like, like saying it like feet this. long or something yeah essentially it was like basically like you're shooting a fire hose worth of cum out of your dick so apparently, the but it's just one. It's just one ginormous one giant sperm. sperm. And like, and they, the picture they show of it is like, so it'll be like, fucking, it'll be like Pokemon. Be like, I choose you, and then it fucking just shoots out, and, and it just plops on the ground, yeah. and, and and does this little wiggle tail attack, <laughs> tail whip. It blew my mind though. I had no idea that the fruit fly was the animal that. Mm. But I mean, granted, that's a manser. I didn't know I wanted to know that, but I now know that if I ever am on Jeopardy and Alex Rex like. 
the fruit fly. And I'd be like, what is the animal that can bust the biggest nut, Alex? Right. Well, I mean, a good thing it's a half-hour show. Because, yeah. I mean, really, how long are you going to sit and watch that kind of shit for? They spent 10 minutes in the fruit fly nut. Really? And That's even a bit long. I mean, you only do that skits. kind of fact, I mean, you can't really stretch it out that long with it being that interesting. They did. And really? they did it this way, sir. They did it by going, the fruit fry's penis is this big. If it was on a man, it would be this big. And then they show this dorky dude like, oh, my God, my dick is so big. And they showed girls. And then they did, like, the whole busting nut. They had, like, a girl getting hit in the face with water. You know, simulating semen and cum shots. You think there's, like, some, like, uh, you know, bro dude out there, you know, just got done playing Xbox and he's watching Mancers. You know, just got done playing, like, Halo or something. And he's watching this and he's like, oh, my God, bro. Science is cool. I had no idea that animals could bust nuts, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the show's been on for, like, how many seasons now? It's been on forever. It I, is. I think I've, I've seen it at least, like, a year or two ago. Because it's, like, that show and then, like, the thousand ways that are worse to die. I did say, I saw some of that. We were talking about that before, actually. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is, is not as, it doesn't go as, like, it's not as tasteless. The reenactments are so re- bad. Well, they're, it's they're just hilarious. Get a chick in a bikini with giant tits, and then somehow that factors into being crushed by a like a snowplow. Yeah, it's like one step away from having like Bob Saget over the top, being like, "Ooh, I'm gonna die soon." Except it's trying to be very sexual and edgy, and it comes out very yeah, it does, and just very like, no, this is not. It's not. It's, a, it's not humorous. It's, mm-hmm. it's not witty. Sure, you can be dumb as you want as long as you can make me laugh. I guess. I mean, I like the poop jokes. Mm-hmm. I mean, speaking of Bob Saget, fucking Bob Saget and Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> the only good part of the movie is screaming about shit all over I the walls. Not, I could not even watch that horrible whole thing. movie. I saw some of it because I'm like, Brian Prosane's in it. I don't see that. Yeah. He's in it and he's not funny. Yeah, no. Horrible movie, but Bob so Saget has, Saga has a scene that revolves around shit and just him screaming at the top of his lungs, there's shit everywhere. And I laughed. And but yeah, you don't laugh at TV's mansers and shit. There's one actor who does not equal a symbol of quality in a movie. Yeah. But there are some movies that he is in that are awesome. Is Eugene Levy? He'll do well, any piece of now shit he now. Will. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, he was in some good stuff. But with John any Candy fucking and... American Pie oh, yeah. sequel, they fucking put a script in front of him. He doesn't even read it. I'm sure he's just like, I'll put on the glasses and Wouldn't fucking, you? whatever. What if like well, so like Hollywood point, yeah, fat cat that, was like, listen, I've I heard about this brain dead radio, and you're the yeah. funny part of it. Well, it's not Here. like. He's at like his age, like how old is Eugene Levy gotta be now? Like, I, don't know, I think he's a robot. Like, <laughs> his eyebrows gotta be, are ridiculous. That's true. We like gotta 60s, be what, like, yeah, sixties probably, late fifties, early sixties. Yeah, like fifties or something like that. So he, you know, he's been around for a long time. He was in Spinal SCTV. Tap, fucking oh, all yeah. kinds of shit, right? And uh, all the you know best show and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But now he'll do fucking anything, and I forgot why Remember his age was important in all this. But the one movie with Samuel L. Jackson, he did uh, mm. the man. I think was that called the man. It was like, oh my god, it's an angry black cop, oh, and well, oh my god, it's a meekish white goo guy. <laughs> oh or yeah, whatever. The, like, yep. what I the never fuck even am saw I that. Yeah. and it was just like there's no chemistry, and yep. it wasn't. It was just Samuel L. yelling and Eugene Levy making goofy faces. But I suppose it's a good point that yeah, he's taking the paycheck now because he's past the point where he would be. Uh, like, I'm going to take off now. Like, all of a sudden, Eugene Levy's fucking all over the place. He's in The Hangover. He's the new Dave he's Cook. Fucking, he's like the new fucking Zach Galifianakis. Dude, he's like, wearing, he's like, huge. fucking Ed Hardy shirts trying yeah. to look young. Affliction. Like, like, yeah, yeah you totally. seen it like you have seen front row going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eugene Levy's trying to be hip with the kids. Yep. Yeah, you don't get that anymore. Now he's just like, fuck it. I need to fucking buy a house. It's like Bob Hoskins and, uh, I, what was it, Bob Hoskins and Super Mario Brothers. Mm, like, yeah. yeah, I did it yep. because I wanted to buy a house. Or no, exactly. actually, I'm thinking, sorry, sorry, I'm thinking of Michael Caine in Jaws 4. That's right. I remember That's Bob right. Hoskins was very proud of Mario Brothers. Yes. He was like, I did that for the script. That's right. I did it for I the artistic that integrity. 
Made me weep. Dennis Hopper using a super scope that's been painted to use as a de-evolve gun. Fucking gold. It was pretty gold. Saw that shit in the theater. I won tickets off KWB, Dave yeah. Ryan, or no, Tony Fly. Tony, Tony Fly. Fly. It's like Ruby Rod. Still around. Remember that? Have you seen his TV show? A little like, inside Minnesota stuff again for that those people who might don't give be, a fuck. That might be know. outside of Minnesota, dude. Tony Fly? I don't know. He might Fuck be syndicated. Oh, he's a so horrible douchebag. Well, he's not on anymore, though, because the radio station he was on has now changed to another, like, you know, pop station. So. I'm just telling you guys. Listen. I can't. What I'm saying, I can't listen to the 5 o'clock Flava mix anymore. And it just, it, it hurts me. I can't hear is, it. Is that There's why you come over three, sometimes six and you're just in a shitty mood? There's not enough 3-6 Mafia in my life, you know? There needs to be more 3-6 Mafia mm-hmm. in everyone's life. Yep. Everyone's life. Well, listeners out there, uh, you better you know support Branded Radio and the site and the forums because you may turn, tune in one day, you might turn into like Easy Sounds listening. of the Rain. Yep. Sounds of the Rain with Rob and CJ. Did like CJ, did you like the new Kenny G album? <laughs> did I ever. There we go. Actually, I bet you if I talked like this, we'd probably have more listeners because it'd be a very soothing and calming voice. But it sounds kind of sarcastic, though, so does, I don't know. Does it sound sarcastic? Know, I'm bit, talking yeah. to you. I care about you, CJ. Search deep within your heart space. That's right. Open up your memory warehouse. Let me in, CJ. Your memory warehouse. Let me in. So I guarantee it. I got some big news uh, over the weekend. Big hmm. news. Big, big astronomical news. All right. Okay. So, well, A... Did I tell you? Okay, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before about my family and how I find out about like serious things in my family. It's never like face to face; it's always through email, mm-hmm. and it's always after the fact. Like, so how's work going? You know, did you get that Cub Foods gift card? Hey, by the way, I had a heart attack. Shit mm-hmm. like that. Well, it turns out my brother was diagnosed with glaucoma. Glaucoma. Yeah, twenty eight years old. No, no, twenty eight. I'm twenty eight. She's twenty five. Fuck, you're twenty five years old. Glaucoma. So, what does glaucoma actually do to you? Glaucoma, apparently, there is this eye juice. That's not the technical term. Mm-hmm. That covers, that goes to your eye like every millisecond to keep it moist. Glaucoma, essentially, like there's like a kink, and it kind of like dries it up. So then it's not clearing things out, and then pretty so soon it starts. Your eyes all crusty. It and starts getting crusty, and, and then it starts dying. Basically, your eye starts dying, mm. and then you go blind. Mm, like quickly. Yes, there. I, there, I was. There was. Uh, there was. Uh, I was doing some research after I read about, it, and then people have been diagnosed on like a Monday, and within a month, are completely blind. Like crazy. Wow. Yeah. They found it apparently early enough now where all he has to do every day is put in eye drops. Like he does that for the rest, the rest of his life. There's no cure. That's what he has to do. The rest of his life. That. I was like, hey, Adam. <laughs> Glaucoma. You know what's going on? Marijuana. <laughs> yeah. yeah. California. Let's get you some medical marijuana, yeah, and then maybe I can siphon. No, not our state. Our state sucks. Uh, which is which is lame, so I so I, I so I got that news from him right, and I was like, all right, that's well, fucked up. I got that from, actually from my mom, who was, was like, hey, by the way, your brother's got glaucoma. All right, uh, have the weekend. I'm like, what? What? That's fucked up, man. Then uh, last week, uh, all of Leslie's parents and, and family were down for the wedding for her brother's wedding, and you know they were all down here, and um, they were all over here for a dinner party. I had to throw a dinner party here, like eight people. It was ridiculous. This place is not that big. Mm-hmm. Like eight people all crammed in, and it turns out her stepfather, her stepfather has invented and has patented okay. a glaucoma cure. Really? Also has patented and has a cure for macular degeneration, which is kind of like glaucoma, but I believe it causes cataracts. So it's, it's another eye thing. Him and this like super smart scientist patented this. I have the patent right now. It's, it's published and everything. They have cured glaucoma. 
they, right now they've done it in 30 dogs. Totally have cleared it. They get ready to like gear up apparently for like for like human testing and everything. Everything seems to be going right. Turns out, well, they have the only cure. Which means, cha-ching! Mm-hmm. Money, 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 money. Money, money, money. Dollar, money. dollar, bill, bill y'all. y'all. Right. I didn't say that. I was like, that's awesome. Yo, sweet. Yo, I'm like, hey, by the <laughs> way, my... It tells you, you're like, money, money, money. In my head, in my money, head, I'm money, like, money, cha-ching! Money. Cha-ching! Like, the cash registers. And then I was like, well, wait, my buddy got glaucoma. And he's like... And it was like a weird, like, synergy. Like, I found out, like, two days prior to him coming out here. And I was like, holy shit. But, I, you know, obviously, I'm just like, whatever. Like, that's your guys' deal. Like, that's awesome. Hope you guys get loaded. But then it turns out her mom was like, hey, by the way, y'all are taken care of. So all I'm saying is that you might be seeing some famous guest stars and bring the radio because I might have the money to throw around and be like, yo, I will fly you down to my apartment because I, I want to keep it real. I want to keep it real in my apartment. But I might have some famous guests like The Rock might show up. You never know. You never know. I might pay him. Like, I'll fly you down here. I'll pick you up from the airport. You will sit on the Oddman with CJ mm-hmm. and we will discuss your movie making choices. Mainly that you choose shitty movies, Mr. The Rock. But there's a good, there's a good chance that, uh, yeah, Leslie's a uh, Immediate family may be fucking like not Bill Gates rich, but like Paris Hilton rich. Hmm, really? Yeah, wow. because it's there is no there's no cure. Because right now, basically, like, like he said, you have to do eye drops the rest of your life, or you go blind, or you have to do other things. And they, he invented this thing. Apparently, it's actually pretty crazy. It's like this crazy shunt that a doctor can put in a needle, and it's pretty innovative. It's like you can do it in 30 minutes, and you're out leaving home. Where he just injects this thing in the eye, and it bypasses the fucked up little tube and. Then bam, that's all you need, and you're, you're fixed. You no longer have glaucoma or macular degeneration. I think that's what hmm. it's called. It sounds like a bad, like, like a rap the rock. immaculate degeneration. It's the immaculate degeneration, yo! It's like Fred Durst singing that shit. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck's going on. I thought it was pretty crazy. So there's a good chance that uh, next time you come over here, I might be wearing like a mink coat mm. and like just blinging out my rings, be like, "What up?" <laughs> I'm keeping it real. I'm still the same old Rob, and I like do my little clap, and then I have like a fucking. Proxy coming to do the podcast with you. <laughs> proxy. <laughs> hmm. I actually get Hal Sparks to sit in the chair to do it with you. Hmm. And then I'll just hire Martin Lawrence to do you. And then we're just we're out of it. And then pretty sure it was Braided Radio with Martin Lawrence and Hal Sparks. Mm-hmm. So we, we just direct them. That's we just, right. yeah, we have the little earpieces. We're like, like Roxanne. Like we're feeding them lines. They're like our surrogates. Mm, it'd be fucking great. It could be good. So, but so well on a oh, related yeah. issue, uh, I recently went to the eye doctor. Uh, which I hadn't been in a couple years. Go get my eyes tested. You know, yeah, no big you deal. Got the, you got the lazy eye and the thick glasses when you want to. Oh uh, yeah, when I want to. Yeah, I don't yeah, normally you have a lazy eye. No, but no, no, I can, only, you can will it, it <laughs> to be lazy <laughs> for the sake of Rob, which I won't do now because I know he'll get all pissy if I do. It's true. So it's true. Um, yeah, I went and did that, oh, and okay? uh, they're looking in my eyes and stuff, and he's like, "Oh, you got a little cataract." On your eye. Shut uh, up. Like, hmm. That's that's fun. Okay. You know, like just tiny little one. Where? On my this eye. So not even the eye that goes you lazy. You can't see it. Because um, that's the the left eye is the one that I goes can lazy. do it with either one. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Can you do it at the same time? No. Oh, I think well, you're like I don't the guy know. from Young Frankenstein. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you have a cataract. Is it? Did you? I mean, did you go there because you were having eye problems? You just did to like a do a normal. I need new glasses. You know, new prescription. You know, every couple years, the usual kind of thing. Crazy. These are kind of held together with like a fucking. <laughs> my my glasses are kind of held together with a, uh, a twist tie. What you, what you do? A little arts and craft project. If. Uh, 
If your glasses break and a little screw comes out, you take a twist tie and just rip off all the fucking uh, plastic and use a little metal piece and then twist it around down there. And you can't, you can't really off, tell until you get real, real close. Uh, much better than taping it. Uh, I prefer the taped glasses. I actually prefer you the like glasses the nerd you just look? drew on you your like face. The, yeah. yeah, I like those. <laughs> you I'm like the like Revenge like of the Nerds, like, Skolnick? Band-Aid. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. If you're going to do it, might as well do it. So, so what does that mean now that you have a cataract? Does it get worse, or do you always have it? I, they don't know. I mean, you know, you can't Do you can't get really to move to California tell. and smoke marijuana now? No, oh. cataract does not qualify for that. Uh, and they can also do surgery on it. Is cataract when it turns white? Yeah. So, so okay, now what's the difference between So it's that? like a white spot on, there's like a lens on like the inside of your eye. Yeah. And it's like, it's like a, it's like this like white on like the inside, on, on the lens on the inside of your eye. And there's just a little tiny spot. And then like... It can get worse to where your vision will get all like hazy and fucked up, and the doctor's like, "Yeah, one day you could wake up and you'll notice like you can't see as well." Dude, you need an eye patch. That happens. Do you know how badass you'd be with an eye patch. Typically, you know how badass though, you would be with an eye patch. Typically, if it happens to one eye, I think eventually it happens to both eyes. But we can fix the other one. I want you with an eye patch. Right. And I will actually give you a scar over the other eye. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll just do a really superficial, small superficial cut. So it, it might hurt a bit. I'll get you liquored up. But then you can be like, you'd be like, badass, dude. Seriously, you'd be like Snake Plissken. Start wearing a trench coat. Fuck it. Well, I, no, I don't. No, no. I'm not <laughs> we had no. that conversation. Yeah, we had the conversation. Before. No, I don't yeah. want to see in a trench coat. Yeah, I'm going to look like fucking uh, like Ice-T and Giant Mnemonic. Yeah, we don't want that. <laughs> oh, God. Like, way too short to be wearing that trench coat. It was like four feet of fucking fabric dragging behind him as he's yeah. fucking walking around. Yeah. Oh, that was fuck a really that. weird look for him. Yeah. So, low techs. You got a low techs, please. Oh, fuck it. Ain't. So, do you have to worry about it now? Is this one right now? Is, I got to go uh, next week and get a picture taken of it with a fancy machine. Ooh. See if you can get like a digital photo we can like put online and be like, look at CJ's cataract. Mm. And everybody can make fun of it. And we can be like, I can't has cataract. <laughs> <laughs> We'll make light of it. We'll oh, yeah. make light of it. It's fun to have like an old man disease. Sounds interesting. It's like my brother too, man. Like who mm. the fuck gets glaucoma yeah. and cataracts before thirty? Who knows? Who knows, man? Well, yeah, chickens. What uh, if there's a direct correlation between cataracts and McChickens? Hmm. Would you would you give up the McChicken if it turned out that that was causing the I've cataract? I've already given up the McChickens. Oh, have you? Yeah. That changed in like the last two weeks. Yeah, I mean, I haven't. Yeah, I've been not eating fast oh. food. The only fast food I have been eating is. Uh, Subway and Panera, if you count that fast food. Yeah. But I mean, that's better than fucking the other yeah. stuff. No, I'm, yeah, I'm not doing that. Well, good. Anymore, now you're so. going to notice that you stop eating McChickens, your eyes mm -hmm. are going to be better. And then pretty soon you're gonna, your, eye, your vision's going to get even better to the point where you're going to have like 40 40 vision and like your glasses come off and then you can shoot laser beams like Cyclops. I'm probably going to end up with cancer though because I switched to Diet Pop. So NutraSweet's probably going to just. Wreck Dude, me, I'm, but whatever, you know. I'm with you right now. I'm drinking my Coke Zero and I got all yeah, that aspartame. I, it's it not is, realistic it's, for me to just drink fucking water all the time and like juice. You know, like I'm gonna I drink try pop. To, I'm gonna try to drink tea. I'm trying to find. Tea. I'm trying to find some new teas. I'm trying to. I, I like want to get cold into tea or hot tea. Both. I want to. I want to kind of find a new drink that's in between. Like green tea is not too bad, but I mean, yeah. it's, but for me, I, it, it's more. It's kind of like coffee. There's with much me. better like, tasting get, teas than green tea. I think green it, tea is probably the best for you. Yeah, but the rest of the teas usually have a lot of high sugar content. Or right, it's hot. No, I'm not a big mean, fan of yeah, hot drinks. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about hot tea. Yeah, like hot green tea, even cold green tea. I don't know. Some, make some marijuana some tea. Let's move to California. We'll make marijuana tea. <laughs> yeah. It'll cure my brother's glaucoma. Or it actually it will stop it until until we make the money, money, money off the thing. And then your cataract will be... Hey, who knows? Yeah, it might help the cataract. Marijuana <laughs> cures cataracts. You've yeah. heard it here first in BrainRadio.com. Granted, you know, we don't smoke marijuana because we're in a state that doesn't allow it to be, to be legal. Right. So, and we're, we're, we're very Johnny... 
Johnny Lob uh, Abider uh, Abiders over here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah I guess I'm like a Mountie. Really. Uh, that's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Mounties, so CJ, <coughs> it was very hard for me to save some of what I'm about to give you. I asked Leslie's aunt from Canada to bring me down some all-dressed chips. You can't get mm. these in the States because the States suck. Uh, people on the boards, mainly uh, Martin and I believe Ludwig, and then I know fucking Matt. Everybody who's had these is just like, you have to try them. And I'm like, they're chips. And they're like, no, you got to get them. <laughs> so I had a bag. Uh, now, as you can tell, it's pretty, it's pretty dog-eared. Uh, I've only had this bag for a week, and no, they're still they're just ruffles with like. There's ruffles. The ruffles with, are just uh, seasoning, just with seasoning. seasoned dust on it. All dressed seasoning. So CJ, so it's the seasoning that is the. Up, yes, put your hand. Put your ball. Okay, <laughs> I, I am now receiving crumbs. Uh, they they are greasy and delicious. All right, so this is all dressed chips. Try it. They're all good. Okay. Just just put a few in your mouth, and get the taste in there. Because mm. you, get, you, get, you get the original taste, which is almost barbecue-y. Mm -hmm. But then you get a sweet taste as it goes down. And if you hold on for a second, it almost changes taste in your mouth. They are basically wow. the best tasting chips ever. They're like Bertie Boats, every flavor bean. <laughs> Tell me how good those are, dude. Seriously. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah that's good. No, that's, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's a good meatball. It's, 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 a, it's a good meatball. It's very, it's very tasty. I was, I, to be honest, I, I, I feel bad that I had to give you crumbs. It was so hard for me to even save those crumbs, dude. <laughs> it was so hard. Like Leslie's like last night. She's like, "Is CJ gonna have any?" And I'm like, "Oh fuck, CJ, these are so good." And I'm like, that's "I gotta thing? hold on." That's like your McChicken. It is. I actually ate almost that whole bag the first night I got them. I was drunk one. Holy shit. I've never had these chips before. Oh my god, they're like barbecue. Oh wait, now they're kind of like they're, they're kind of like salty. Wait, now they're kind of sweet. It's really weird taste, and they're awesome. I haven't had potato chips in a while either. Oh, I'm, I just gave you like an extra cataract. No, it's worth it, man. All dressed chips, bitch. No, oh, yeah, it's good shit. It's almost like maybe I've been eating the baked chips lately. I can't get into those. No, mm -mm. I try. They're, they're a decent substitute for regular chips. They are to me anyway. I'm not a big chip guy because of my teeth, my teeth mm. issues. So I can only yeah. eat chips, but this, this was kind of a, a special thing. But I have to say, I know Canada lost at the Olympics because they suck, but got to say, Canada, you do a damn good job on uh, on your chips. And I'm really jealous that uh, we don't have them here because mm. I would eat the fuck out of those. It's good shit. The fuck out of those. Do you think there are any fucking all-dressed chips uh, on the island? Uh, well, think, think they, would be, uh, they would be Dharma brand. They'd be Dharma brand all season chips. Uh, my, uh, I don't know. They'd be like uh, all island chips, maybe. You know what time it is, right? Time to bust a ride. Time, for motherfucking lost talk. It's lost time. Gotta watch it. It's lost time. Gotta watch it. And they'll throw knives and crazy shit, ghosts and whatnot, boats off the shore, watch Lost. Motherfucking Lost. We didn't uh, talk about last week's. No. Um, well, actually, I should say that, you know, we did talk about last week's, but that episode will yeah. never see the light of day until maybe I get bored enough where I'm like, unreleased we'll recap episode. what we can remember, I guess. It was a Kate two. episode, so right. no one gives a shit. Yeah, only a couple little things happened that were 
don't even remember. On Island, interesting. Yeah, and I don't even remember those. Well, most of that had to do with Shang Tsung. Well, and I like Sawyer shitting himself, essentially, and all drunk. And yeah, Shang Tsung was... God, you gotta, you gotta get an eye patch, dude. Can I say the T, Tsung? Uh, I know Shang Tsung does not <laughs> have an eye patch, but you gotta get an eye patch, dude. I'm still harping on the eye patch. Yeah. John Locke would have an eye patch if he could. I'm surprised he didn't. You get that crazy ass scar. Yeah, nothing really happened in that episode. No one gives a shit. Shing Sung. So yeah, so there was one episode. Yeah. I'll do the next one. The next uh, one. The substitute. Yes. Just like the fucking movie. Right, except with less Tom Barringer. And less uh, inner city school children. Yeah, which is a shame. Mm. They, they had a real good opportunity to exploit the island. They brought Anna Lucia back. That's right. <laughs> like, you gotta teach these kids Anna Lucia. <laughs> teach them poetry. That's all right. I'm, I'm tough. I'm a tough chick. And in that episode, we lost. Actually, shit, we're three episodes behind. In that episode, substitute, we learned that we saw we saw Locke, uh, Alterna, Alterna Locke, mm-hmm. and how yeah, he's yeah, yeah. he's still he was he's always been uh, in the wheelchair since birth. There's a quick line that he's never been out of the wheelchair. He's still in good with his uh, dad. He's married to Peg Bundy. Gonna be married. To Gonna Bundy. be married to Peg Bundy. Mm-hmm. Uh, got fired by uh, the douchebag Randy. See Locke in a tub. That's right, with his man tits. His man tits hanging out. Here's the deal. I'm sorry. Once you hit Soaping a certain up. once you hit a certain age, like I know that your body starts to lose like elasticity, and I understand you kind of want to make it look good still. But dude, you got so buff, the rest of your body can't <laughs> deal with the, with those pecs, man. Mm. And it looks like you got titties. Looks like you got titties, John Locke. Sorry, and I won't even really notice it unless unless until Blaine pointed it out, and I was like. You're fucking right. He's got some tits. Mm, he kind of does. So we saw all about that. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw the Jacob's Ladder that went into the cave with all the names on the uh, on the cave. And it was just like, hey, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. Jacob's so you gotta, Ladder. Yeah, you got to get down the, <laughs> the crazy rope funny. ladder. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. And, and so uh, Man in Black, Locke, Flock, 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 uh, leads uh, the Sawyer. monster. Down to the little, uh, his little love nook in the cave there. That's right, the cave. And, uh, there's a scale, you know, with he's the, a cocaine the white dealer. stone and the, and the black stone. Did like the little callback. Mm. He threw it out. A little inside joke. I was mm-hmm. like, there we go from 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 the caves in the yep. the first season. That was pretty cool. I enjoyed that. And then lots of names scratched out, except for our current losties mm-hmm. with numbers next to them. And not even except all of them. Some Kate. of them were still crossed was, out, yeah, too. Kate, and Kate didn't even show up. There yeah. was no Kate. And Kate wasn't even... Which okay. makes sense because Kate really... I mean, she was kind of forced on the island at that point, wasn't she, by the air... Mo- I, I know that Jacob touched Kate as a child mm-hmm. and then, you know, bought her... It bought, well, yeah, Jacob, Jacob's a dick. We're, we'll, we'll get into that because I'm not... Yeah. There's something up with Jacob. But it was weird that you're like, you're right, is that there were some names that were missing. Yeah. And Kate... Who you know? She had the visions of her the horse and shit. Her name was suspiciously absent. Mm-hmm. So, what was up with that? Like, I would have been like, well, because she wasn't meant to be on the island and she was brought there by the air marshal. But we saw Jacob touch Kate and give her that new kids in the block fucking lunchbox. Yeah. So that yep. was kind of like, all right, was was Kate's name just kind of off off camera, or was she part of getting Jack to be where he's at? That's you know, or was she part of bringing people back? Mm-hmm. Was she part of getting Aaron off the island? Things like that. So we saw that. We saw we saw the we saw we saw the cave, and we basically uh, we saw we saw which was great. We saw we saw we saw scared Albert for once. Uh, we saw kick-ass Sawyer. Sawyer's back in full effect, just like fuck off. You're not locked. I know this shit. Don't fuck with me. I'll aim a gun at your head. I don't give a shit. We saw a creepy little kid with his arm bleeding. Yep. Who some people are thinking might be representative of Jacob and or Aaron. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. I still think it's uh, a white version of Walt. <laughs> it's white Walt. <laughs> Why not? We have black and white, and that's a big yeah. thing in the, you know, and pretty soon we'll have a dude running around going, Where is my son? He looked kind of like the kid from Star Wars. The oh my god, Annie? Yeah. Oh my, I wish it was. Like a little bit older, Annie. I wish yeah. it was, and then Swear was just like, You ruined everything! And then just <laughs> shot him in the face. <laughs> You also ruined kids. Jingle all the way. <laughs> <laughs> just caps him in the fucking head. Saeed's always showing up, uh, taking kids out though. So true. And we so we we so we we notice it's weird trying to catch up on three episodes. So because everything's getting jumbled in my head. Like you mm -hmm. know, granted, it should all it all falls in line. So Saeed was tested. They said he failed. They tried to make Jack poison him, Jack, but without t telling Jack that it was poison, Jack, of course, did Jack Tard and was like, mm. "Get shit fucked up." And now, so you know, Saeed's all fucking jacked. Fake Lock is Flock is trying to get people on his side. It's like they're just they're trying to get the chessboard set up, like picking your sides, picking your sides, mm -hmm. recruiting, as they yes. call it. Which brings us to because fuck those episodes now. Brings us to this week's episode. Mm -hmm. I fell back in love with Lost. It was like a season two episode. Yes, That's I was actually going to say season one episode. Yeah, and season one or two. A yeah. little on the nose with with Hurley, like, hey, just like old times, and mm -hmm. but I like that Hurley's always been the audience's vocal point. Yeah, that's like, like Hurley is me and you, like he's the only one that's ever like, wait, what? And that was great. But yeah, right off the bat, I'm like, this is going to be something, some, something good. And even though it was a Jack episode, Jack centric, mm -hmm. and usually Jack episodes just like Kate or like. We don't learn anything, but we learned a lot this episode. Mm -hmm. Apparently, we learned that there is a lighthouse. There's a lighthouse, and it's got fucking mirrors in it, and a disco ball, all kinds of shit, and a shitload of names. Yeah, a lot of so names. So now you have you have the the lighthouse with the names, so like heaven. You have the cave with the names, the dark cave, hell, black, white, light, dark, nice little dichotomy there. You know, yeah, Jacob's lighthouse. And what we and what we're assuming is Jacob's lighthouse at this right, point, right? Right, but. Jacob's kind of an asshole. It's yeah. He's kind of a prick. Kind of weird. He's a prick. He doesn't. He only tells people what they need to know in a kind of a jerky way. He kind of make. He kind of ripped into Hurley, going. Sometimes you can just pop in as a ghost and say do it. Other times you got to make him work for it. And Hurley's like, you're a dick, dude. I was just thought you were cool. Mm -hmm. Why you gotta make fun of me? Whereas you got Flock running around like, you don't know Jacob's a douche. He'll tell you nothing. I'll tell you whatever you want to know, man. And no one wants to know. You want to come down to my cave and hang out? I got some fucking beers. I got a PlayStation down there. I got Led Zeppelin there. fucking album down there. Fucking sweet, man. Fuck yeah, you got black lights. I just got fucking shag carpeting installed by Kimi before he got killed. It's sweet. That guy does good work. Let's go listen to some fucking Almond Brothers, Midnight Riders. Let's do this. Let's fucking <laughs> do this. But no one wants to take Flock up on his uh, uh, on his uh, apparent so niceness. Almost Claire, who's good pals with old Flock. Which which well, we're not even sure if he's pals with Flock. That was another thing I want to bring up. So we, we we got more time with Claire, who is all Rousseaued out. Totally Rousseaued out. Totally Rousseaued out. Which cracks me up because Claire, seriously, babe, you got some fucking running water in the island. Wash your hair. You know, fucking freshen up your vagina. I'm sure you're probably fucking just stanking up in that shit. You can probably do some stuff. She has Jin all fucked up with his ankle all jacked. She got the other dude fucking all tied up. Jin's all like, what's happening? Why is there a fake baby in the how baby did she, thing? How does she construct like a geodome out of fucking like twigs and shit? Dude, she's been there for three years, dude. 
It's like it's kind of like it's kind of like but it I, provides no real shelter. It's just like yeah, but I kind of look at it like uh, looks. Uh, Tom Hanks and Castaway. Yeah. Like at first they're fucking retarded. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. They can't build fire to knock them. But after a certain time, they're like taking out teeth with fucking ice skates and making fake babies. True. Which the fake baby was that Vincent's what skull? Was that made of? I don't know. It looked like a dog it skull. Like a dog. It did kind of look like a dog skull. Did they? Did she kill Vincent? I would hope not. You took my baby. <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> but I did like seeing crazy Claire. And mm-hmm. by crazy, I mean straight up fucking. And I didn't think that she'd be able to pull it clear. off, you know, but she kind of did. I laughed until the axe went in. I was like, this is dumb. And I was like, oh my God, I did not. When she's I like honestly... swinging the axe like a fucking horror movie. Like that was kind of cool. I know. Yeah. And I, I was digging it, you know, like I didn't, I was kind of thinking it was going to be stupid because I'm like, Claire, like you can't be tough. You can't be fucking evil, but I guess she can be. So not bad. And not all bad. because she thought that the temple people have Aaron. And then Jim was like, no, 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 Claire has Where's my baby? Kate has your baby. Kate, Kate has Aaron. And then the whole, oh, I was just lying to save his life. Good, because if it turns out that Kate does it, I will kill her. I hope she does. I hope to Christ. I hope Claire kills Kate. I hope Kate. to Hawken that fucking Claire kills Kate. Hmm. Kate is fucking worthless. She's the stupidest fucking character. Sure. Swing an axe right into fucking Kate's jugular. I'd be fine with that. Would not shed a tear. I would stand up and I would do my fucking jersey fist pump. Hmm. Be like, fuck yeah. But besides that, we get the whole uh, Jack is a dad on the uh, alternate timeline. Mm-hmm. Is starting to kind of merge. And at with first, this. it's all like, "Oh, he's he's a bad father, and his son hates him for some reason." But then you find out, "Oh, no, not really." It turns into like a little Dawson's Creek moment at the end. And it's also kind of like the first time that it's more more been kind of pushed that the timelines might be merging because about the scar. Because mm-hmm. that's where Juliet took out his appendix. But he's just like, "Wait, this is weird," and just things are starting to come. I think I think the timelines are starting to kind of merge together. Faraday's doing something. Faraday or Desmond are doing something like we haven't seen yet, but mm-hmm. it's going to come in that they're doing something that the, the timelines are going to start to merge. Cause so Faraday's dead, though, isn't he? Not well, on the other timeline. Not, yeah, exactly. We have all these other timelines. Mm. And we have Desmond, too. So that's a time... See, that's so confusing, okay. though. Faraday is like, good. Faraday, they're bringing Faraday's Faraday back. whole story is like... He, he is coming I know back. they got... Yeah. He's in the cast or whatever. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. At some point... I mean, like, everybody's coming back. But, but Desmond's definitely going to come Desmond's back Desmond's going to be back. De- Desmond's the constant. He's but the Walt one. Walt is the only one they're probably not going to bring back? Walt's... No, they're bringing everybody back. Everybody, Even Walt. Yeah. Even he's like 30 now. Doesn't matter. He's got a smoker's voice and shit. by me. Fine by me. They got to They have got to address the whole. Why did like Miss Clue and Mr. Friendly? You know, they took Walt and they he was too powerful yeah, so and he kills birds. He kills birds. Yeah, you can't just let they, that go. Exactly. Yeah. I'm giving up. Like, there's a lot of people starting to turn on Lost. I turned on Lost in season five. I've been rewatching season five, and I can tell you why I turned on Lost in season five. Half the season is fucking pointless. It's nothing happens, and then the other half is like. There's so much information being thrown at 1970s you. 1970s Dharmaville was cool for like two episodes, and then it was like, this means nothing. Dharma means nothing. This means nothing until the fucking incident, and you could have skipped like 10 episodes of them just running around and, hey, how about it? we're in the 70s, crazy. Oh, look at that, bell bottoms. What the fuck? Oh, that's crazy. And that's the thing is like, you know, at this point, I think people are... And there's st- a volcano. We all know there's a volcano on and the that's island. Gonna, that's going to play That's going to play into heavily. the end, obviously. Yep. So it's going to be fucking it's Jack be, it's slugging it a, out with Locke on top of a it's volcano a while mix- it's erupting. Yes, a mixture of A Lord fucking of the giant Rings bird is going to come down like Lord of the Rings and fucking scoop him up. 
And just like Lord of the Rings, everyone will ask, why couldn't they just have got the birds to drop him in there in the first place? No, dude, but what Locke's gonna do, Locke's gonna bring on his fucking bag of knives and is gonna cut off Jack's arms and legs and leave Jack burning alive <laughs> on like, the fucking ember. There's like an episode of, uh... Or like there's an episode of, MASH with yeah. Hawkeye where he's like in the boat, he's having like a bad dream. Do you remember this at all? I do. And like the, the, the there's like some like person who... I think it was like one of the people who he, he, he like didn't save when he was doing surgery. He was like, I need your arm. Oh, no, it, I think it was, uh, maybe it was Burns or somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But somebody was like, I need your arm. And he like gives him like his arm and it's like a fake, like, like, you a, know, like a doll arm, arm yeah. you know. And I need your other arm. I need your leg. And he ends up like just being like a torso, you know, like in the boat with no one to help him. That's how That's how Jack's going to end up. Yeah, that's he's going to be the torso in the boat. Mm -hmm. What I, what I, what I, what the I, what, lake of lava. What I see is happening is that Jar Jar Bink shows up out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fucking him and Hurley end up having a crazy adventure, and then it turns out it's the ending of Revenge of the Sith. You still gotta lose some weight. <laughs> you still wear your red shirt. It's a bomb bad thing. <laughs> That's pretty much what's ending gonna happen. But yeah, no, I mean, I really dug this episode because, like you said, you saw at risk for diabetes. <laughs> it really did like make me feel like I'm watching the first two seasons again. Mm -hmm. It was fun. There was they're going through the jungle, and there was new. So mysteries. there's like there's like a cliffhanger going on while you're watching something else. So you come back to. Because that's pretty much what the whole the torture thing was. It's yep. like, I'm going to torture them, yep. cut to they're going back and they're walking in the woods. Like, yep. that's good pacing that they used to have in the first couple seasons that fell off last season because season that's fucking... Season five really fucked shit up. All the time shit and all that. Like, it's just I don't even know necessary. if it was... A, I, I honestly want to... I want to blame... and I want to blame ABC. I want to blame them for forcing them to add extra seasons. I mean, granted, mm -hmm. this is the last season, but I swear to God, this show could have been forced... It could have been Battlestar. Four seasons done. Like and season five was added, just you know, like, okay, we'll go back in time for a while. We're gonna pad it. We're just yep. gonna. I mean, and and, and like you said, those episodes, that whole season could have been done in four, four or five episodes. There's really only certain parts from that season that need to be shown, mm -hmm. like Ben getting shot mm -hmm. and getting healed, and then Locke dying. And, yeah, Locke dying. Uh, and then anything with Fahey. And he mm -hmm. was Lapidus showing up. You gotta show Lapidus. Yep. And I was sad that he really wasn't in this new Not episode. Not a whole lot of Lapidus yet. I'm a little disappointed. I thought there was, he was. I mean, you see him every once in a while. I think our know? theory it's... of Lapidus being the uh, the main Endgame guy isn't gonna mm. isn't gonna happen. That's unfortunate. I keep hoping. I keep hoping. Yeah, I'm keeping hope alive, I keep hoping but... it's gonna be a fucking Lawmore Man stepfather reunion. Just gonna everything's gonna come together. Mm. It's gonna be in. Pierce Brosnan's gonna show gonna up. fly in, like flying like an airship in all of a sudden from nowhere, like Final Matt, Fantasy style. Matt Frewer shows up as Job <laughs> 2 in a different alternate reality. Yeah. They'll work perfect. But yeah, I mean, otherwise, the thing that annoyed me, the piss out of me, and this is a good question for you and we can discuss. So they're at the lighthouse, and, you know, Hurley was told that, you know, you gotta follow my instructions and then turn it to 108, and then as he's doing it, you know, Jack starts seeing things. So, like, it's kind of like the looking glass, because, you know, they had the whole. Oh, you're reading Alice in Wonderland. Oh, Looking Glass. Oh, and then the whole episode mm -hmm. from season three with the Looking Glass station. Oh my God, it's crazy. Everything ties together. Now, he sees uh, his name. He sees his old house, and he freaks out. Huh? You show me Jacob right now. And of course, he goes full on Jack Tard mm -hmm. and breaks shit. And that was a point where I'm watching that, and I'm like, oh, God, Jack, you're just, so dumb. You just want to kick Jack in the dick. If you're on that fucking island, and you've seen all this shit go down, and the reason that you're even there is to get some answers, and then you find something that proves that some crazy some, shit's some going higher on. higher power has been watching There's you. There's something more than yes. just science, you yes. know, or whatever. Yes. 
So you find proof. What do you do? Smash proof. Jack Would you not want to go to 108 degrees first to see what he? I mean, just to see. Yeah. Or even just hey, before you before I'm gonna smash this, Hurley. But let's go through the names. Let's see what this. Let's go to Ben's. Oh hey, look. You know Ben's looking at you know fucking his old house and shit. Her mom dying on the freeway. But instead, he sees his house and freaks out like a fucking tard that he is, and mm. goes jack tarded and breaks the shit. Yeah, which it turns I out gonna, like throw Hurley off the top of it. I was wait. I was I, there was honestly a small part of me, and I was probably the alcohol. I was like, holy Fuck shit, you, Hurley. smash Hurley in the face <laughs> with a telescope or with a periscope, like, and even Hurley, his face is like, dude, what are you doing, dude? Oh, dude. Personal bubble, dude. It turns out that that's what Jacob wanted. It had nothing to do with Hurley. It had everything to do with Jake with Jack breaking this or seeing what he saw to break it. At that point is when I was like, you know what? This sounds, and, and the, the sounds, creators have yeah. said, this Jacob's sounds like Mist. actually Mist. the bad guy, well, maybe? This sounds like Mist. It did remind me of Mist a lot. And yeah. you have, on Mist, there was the two guys, good and bad, who turned out were both bad and were both against the thir- a third party. So now I'm... And it, Who's and, like that little kid? And the creators and the creators have said that, you know, they draw heavily from the game Mist and those other things, and they've... they've, they've They've always worn their fucking their their own their 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 homages home homage 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 the homages and 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 the other word I'm looking for it's escape mirror now like on their sleeve like this we like these things this is what we're gonna pull from here and we get it's that an homage homage that's the yeah, homages that's not the right at all homage there we go <laughs> few drinks to me uh but you get that whole that whole scheme of okay well shit you have flock. I will tell you everything. Jacob's a douche. Let me tell you shit. Mm-hmm. You have Jacob going, I'm only going to tell you what you, what I think you need to know, and you got to do what I got to say because I'm Jacob. And now you have the whole, fuck. Okay. It, it can't be as easy as Jacob's bad, Flock is good. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that maybe they're both... Are they both evil? I mean, not, not so not either, evil, either they're I mean, both evil, I mean, or word, maybe though. even Jacob is actually the bad one, and... But like Smokey's the whole, a good one? But Smokey's a machine? Because you still well, hear the typewriter noise. So whole, is he a machine? We have the whole kid know. like, you can't you can't break the rules. You can't kill him. Mm-hmm. Now, remember Widmore. And Ben. Yeah. You broke the rules. Because was, you know, and they said, they saw, we saw Rousseau's name. So obviously it was, uh, Dan, was it Danielle was the, who was the daughter? Danielle? No. Uh, yeah, Danielle was Rousseau's kid, right? I, I, God, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay, well, the chick from Elk in the middle, Rousseau's right. kid. Mm-hmm. She gets shot by Kimi, whatever, and you know, the whole thing, you broke the rules, I'm going to find you, da-da-da. You see the kid in the forest with all stretched arms, like, can't break the rules, da-da-da-da. Are these, are, they, are both entities evil now? I mean, and then he mentioned to Hurley, which we could be full of shit, you have, there's someone else coming to the island, which I'm, th- which I'm honestly thinking... It's Faraday slash Desmond slash both of them slash Faresmond. <laughs> Faresmond. I'd like to think that they did like Baxter Stockman type style and they got like mm. merged, but instead of becoming a fly, it's like half Desmond, half Faraday. It's like, brother. But then he's like all like crazy with like half like a long hair and <laughs> half like short hair, yeah. like just crazy. But do you think they're evil? Do, do you think Jacob's still the good guy? Do you, do you buy into this whole? I mean, I haven't seen anything to definitely point uh, Jacob as being the bad guy. I could definitely see that maybe they're both evil or working towards their own means, but they do keep doing the whole, like, black, white, good, bad, you know, like, man in black, the man in white whole thing. So why would the man in white be evil? I mean, you never know. That's happened before. It's happened before. Uh, is, it too, is, it, is, it, is it too much of a... Is it too but much now that they've easy... introduced that kid, 
Also, well, as another like showing up out of nowhere person, um, and the whole candidate thing. I mean, I don't know. It, it's it's wait, weird. It's Canada. Candidate. Oh, candidate. I was like, wait, Canada. How the fuck did the <laughs> Mounties fit in? <laughs> yeah, this? I, don't I remember seeing Dudley Do Right in this show. Well, you okay? But okay, and we also learned that the numbers weren't okay. We got the numbers then, which mm-hmm. we learned were part of Jacob's deal because he loved numbers and. Now and then, people have said, "Well, you saw Jack's number. That was the seat he was sitting in on Oceanic Flight Age 15." So now it turns out the numbers might be seat numbers for the flight. And then we saw a whole bunch of other names. So now, are these numbers like the Black Rock? I mean, that's still heavily. Oh yeah, I can see that. Still sure. heavily there. We haven't. I mean, we saw Widmore, and I see. I think season four buying the manifest from the Black Rock and. And we, you know, and, and and we know that well, we don't know for sure, but we're pretty sure that Richard came in on the Black Rock because mm-hmm. uh, of the whole Jacob and the Men in Black on the beach beforehand. And yeah, him with the good to see you out of so chains now, and, and stuff. And like, but and then, but then, Flock said to Sawyer, "We don't need to save shit. You have three choices: you can become Jacob, you cannot give a shit, and you can partner with me and get the fuck off the island." Mm-hmm. Is he telling the truth? Like. But then, but then also, the man in black says he wants to go home. Where is home? Is home the temple? Is home Detroit? Is I, home. I, I would love it was Detroit, and then it turns out like he's a juggalo. Oh my god! Me <laughs> just like so yeah, like a, let's go chicken hunting. The whole thing is a tie-in to the Big Money Rustlers movie that's coming out. Fuck that! The, the lost all five seasons. Turns out it's like the fifteenth Joker card. <laughs> turns out fucking J.J. Abrams is a huge ICP fan, and I like, got together with Shaggy Two Dope, or and like, that's gonna end, turn out. It turns out like Jacob is actually like Shaggy Two Dope, and fucking Man in Black is Violet J, and they do like a song at the end. And they had the black and white face makeup. Uh-huh. Everybody comes back to life and they all just dance and, and they get yeah. crunk. That's oh. right. And they start wrestling with Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube just shows up like, yeah, that would be worth Jack it. changes his name to Dr. Thug Nuts. That's right. Dr. Thug Nuts. So I was a fan of this episode. Yeah, it was way good. I was very impressed. I was for once not kind of a little bit bored. Because it's happened before this season. I'm just like, uh, come on. The only season- Let's get back to the island shit. Yeah, the only the, thing the this- off island stuff was getting a little bit boring. This was more interesting. It was all about the only episode this season that kind of was like, uh, was the Kate episode. And mm-hmm. but, but if you look at every fucking season, every time there's a Kate episode, it's always uh, and that's his first season. <laughs> I like the Hurley with his good luck. You know how he's like still a nice guy, even though he has like a shit ton of money. Well, yeah, you know, and that's the, the thing. That's that how you're of- gonna be. <laughs> You're gonna be like CJ on a temp agency. I want you to call this number oh, to no. set you up. No, I'm the, I'm not rich at all. I'm I'm no, not. No, when be rich. you become rich. Oh, I, I'm I'm just gonna be taken care of. That's what I was told. Taken care yes, of. Yes, which probably means like by what? Like a massage? Like an Asian massage? Dude, I'm gonna have Shang Tsung as my personal fucking bodyguard, dude. I'm gonna hire fucking Canada, <laughs> or Canada, or whoever the fuck they whatever. What's his Shang name? Sung's Dagan. Gonna give you uh, Dogen. Dagan. Is that his Shang name? Shang Tsung's gonna give you happy endings. Well, fuck. And then uh, speaking of Shang Tsung, him showing up in like okay, I love. <laughs> I love what they bring new characters on the show. Mm-hmm. He's got recent new blood. But I hate when they bring a new character on the show and then three episodes later, holy fuck, this guy's the most important thing ever because he's now showing up and you need... I'm like, no, you just... We never saw this guy before this season. If he's so important, why weren't there any sort of flashbacks or anything where this ponytailed Asian guy who was very wise showed up? Dude, I just lied to a samurai. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I like that. that was I love the fact that uh, when when he said he was a candidate, that the guy swore him in and like in Japanese, Chinese, Asian speak. I'm not, I don't know, Vietnamese yeah. can be anything, and it was translated to like, "You're lucky you're a candidate. Otherwise, I'll chop, I chop off your head." Yep. And I'm like, awesome. Like that was great. But really, so he's a big deal now. And he sees Jack's kid, and oh, why don't you go back to Temple, jerk? Well, and he sees Jack's kid. He's like, your kid. You know, here's another thing. Here's another thing I thought of. Your kid's he's special. Special could, and Shepard was on the wheel. Yes, could and he it, turned it to that before. Oh my God, Jack's son from the other reality is coming in to save everybody. Could this whole thing be? This whole thing had to be put into place to get this alternate son to be the well, they savior. Figure, this, is, this is the last season. They can bring in as many kids as they want because they won't age fast enough to. It's uh, a valid, fuck it up. valid question though. Like, so now it's gonna be fucking like Muppet Babies, where it's just like fucking dude, everybody's it, got a kid. Oh my God, Harley fucking shows up and fucking dude. Cheech shows up. What happened to Cheech? If it's fucking, I want Cheech to have a bigger part in Hurley's whole story. Oh, they have to see really bad wigs again. I can't like, I can't, <laughs> I can't do Cheech Marin in a bad wig again. Like, yeah. I can't do it. It's a valid question though. We see D- Dagan Dogan, Shang Tsung. I hate. I feel like I still feel completely racist at this point. I, I feel racist calling him Shang Tsung. But well, you I'm should. Sorry. It's Fuck offensive. you. It's not offensive. It's offensive. All Asians are evil. And le- well, actually, no, not all of them are evil. <laughs> Only if they have an eye patch. So he's oh, not evil okay. yet. He's not evil yet. But he might have an eye patch and he could become evil. You don't know. He mentioned that the sun is important and that's a big deal, blah, blah, blah. We saw Shepard. Could this whole thing be tied to, like, this his kid somehow? I mean, I, it's it's an offshoot. It's, like, way out in left field. Like, that, why would they do that? But it makes no sense for me for Shang Tsung to show up here. Because a, it wasn't like a math league. I mean, it, I mean, he was playing piano. Like, I mean, if it was like he's in a math league, then I'd be like, yeah, okay, you're there. That it's makes a sense. Chinese checkers, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it was piano. What are Asians about being playing piano anyway? No, I don't. It's math. It's, it's math, and it's Chinese checkers. Oh, where's your violin at? <laughs> exactly. You should be playing. It's bullshit. It's fuck bullshit. Slap that piano out of your hands. No, I'll, I'll fucking roundhouse kick that piano out of your hands. <laughs> but I mean, it, it seemed like it was very. It wasn't just a throwaway line. It was like he was there, and he made that comment specifically about the child, and mm-hmm. da, 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 and then. Which well, is, that was my first thought was when I saw Shepard on the wheel. Like, what if that's not Jack Shepard? What if that's David Shepard? I didn't think Christian, obviously, because mm-hmm. I'm like, and now Dad thing these do could be explained. But yeah, you're, you know, because Jack's like, oh, it's me. But I mean, all I did was see the house. What if it's Sybil Shepard? Oh my God! And then Bruce Willis shows up, and mm-hmm. it's a giant moonlight reunion. Yeah. This whole show is nothing but an '80s reunion of different television and movies. Yep. That'd be fucking. They're gonna de-age them like fucking X Men. Oh my God! Do you want to see Bruce Willis now with like <laughs> fucking CG Weird hair eyes. and yeah. CG hair? CG hair. That'd be yep. fucking It'd be creepy. Really funny. Be fucking creepy. So yeah, so his son is is super awesome apparently, and everything is going well. Jack was all Jack tarded, and. Mm-hmm. Next episode. All the pieces are falling into place for the final battle between good, evil, or possibly neutral. Yeah, I mean, I, I the temple people are in danger. I don't care about the temple people. Yeah, except for Miles. I, I just met those guys. Oh, yeah, I like Miles. So I hope Miles doesn't fucking bite Yeah, it. I hope Miles has more to do and in I this hope whole thing. They, seriously, they, he talks to ghosts. And he's a ghostbuster. They never bring he's it up again. He's never talking really? to ghosts either. He's just hanging around usually. And he says like he did one it once the season one funny thing. with Juliet. I think he's got a little pot belly now. Did you notice that? I like that. When he was like kind of standing around. And the whole thing like, you hungry? I could eat. I'm like, yeah, Hurley, you know you're starving. <laughs> Don't try to play it off that you yeah. could eat. Yeah. You're like, yes. I've already had four Dharma McChickens. <laughs> I've already had four of them. I could have more McDarmas. McDarmas. Imagine Dharma chickens. Like they're genetically engineered with like the electromagnetism of the island. Like, they're just fucking like they're huge. 
Like that, like remember in the first season when like fucking Locke like comes up to like the tree line and you see like, and he sees like the bright light. He's like, oh, it wasn't Jacob. It was a giant Dharma McChicken. Like just like, <laughs> And then it turns out though, it's going to be the whole Xbox attack of the temple. It's a giant McChicken. Hmm. That'd be fucking great. I want to see Miles cool. by a giant I thought it was going to be some kind of cocoon tie-in where it was like one of the cocoon aliens out there. Jessica Tandy shows up out of nowhere. Like I've been and, like, dead for 10 years. You know what's back. in that fucking in the whirlpool of life in the Steve temple? Steve It's fucking bunch of cocoons down there. They're sucking the life out of those aliens. That's right. Feel great, blue steel. Holy shit! As soon as Steve Gutenberg and Wolfer Brimley <laughs> show up, in sold. there. Like I got blue steel, Jack. What do you think of that? You imagine like Hurley jumps in there and then he comes out, like tears off his shirt and he's just like, he's like ripped, oh, yeah. his fucking abs, <laughs> he's like <just> ripped. <laughs> <laughs> like you just want to like do like laundry on his abs, You're like mm. yeah. <laughs> Maybe like the best uh, ending for Hurley I think ever. Mm, that would be pretty. Poor sweet. bastard can't get enough of his Dharma Ranch dressing, but now he's ripped. <laughs> you gotta be that. I would, I would, I would kill. Mm. I totally cocoon it up. Wouldn't you cocoon it up? Yeah, I'd cocoon it up. Seriously. Whatever. I mean, all it's gonna do is give you like better boners. Mm. Rest in peace. And it's gonna fucking make a lot of things just a lot better for you. Yeah. You're gonna be like slam dunk. Those aliens are wasting it. They're just sitting at the bottom of a pool. They're not even doing anything. What if they brought aliens into the mix and lost? Like alien aliens, like alien, like greys. I'm, oh, I'm okay. honestly surprised they haven't. Well, they done that. they kind of teased it because you remember the fucking uh, Mikhail when they showed his face on the monitor, and it was all he looked kind of like a fucking. They showed only the eye patch oh, side. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. everyone was like, "It's a fucking grey alien." I do remember that. And I that. was fucking excited. I'm like, I remember yeah! that, yeah. If we go back to yeah! an early podcast episode and that came out, I'm sure we were both creaming our shorts. I'm like, like yeah. yeah. They got a fucking alien, like, captive, and he gives them wishes or something. How much fucking better would that have been if it wasn't any fucking time-traveling bullshit? They had a fucking gray, like, locked up in the temple, it's and it's been fucking granting them wishes somehow. And they fucking I like how you turn the grants like Alibaba. He looks like, like he just fucking does wishes. He's, he's like, a he genie. Little, little you know? like pointy like shoes. Well, you know, you know, according to some, some of the Art Bell programs, yeah. uh, genies are actually greys. Makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Except uh, none of the greys that I've ever interacted with gave me a wish. They just fucked me up in the head. And none of them Bunch did of Wizard of Oz jokes and. Mm-mm. And they weren't like fucking like and they weren't talking like iPhones and shit. No, yeah. they don't do any of that shit. They're just like, hey. We're gonna fuck you up, make you not remember until you're older, and we're gonna be random nosebleeds all the time. Like you're a dick. Mm-hmm. Talking about Williams. Are we ever gonna do the the, the re alien cast again? Oh, we could. We could. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know, man. Do people want it. Are they clamoring for it? I don't think people clamor for it at all. And that really that's. It was so serious. Well, Pressed it, you for like a week. It was a very serious episode. It's intense. Two, two episodes, and I, I think a lot of people just thought it was bullshit. It's a hard-hitting and interview I did. I, I don't want to fucking. I don't need to. Whatever. You know the story. All I care about is people I know. Like, yeah, yeah, and, well, yeah, and I was like genuinely interested in it. So well, I, maybe just I mean, me. Maybe just I find like, that interesting. If people want me to go back to that, and uh, if any new listeners are out there want to know about my my quote unquote experiences, fucking Neely style, you know, let us know on the boards. Give us a call 206-350-8858. Maybe I'll talk about it again, but I think I, I think the only time I think the only thing like I would do another one-off like podcast for it. You know, yeah, it would. I think it would be. I just I have a feeling at this point it would turn more people. Off. Whatever. Let us know. I'm yeah. curious. Do people want that? I or not? still would love if fucking if it turned know. out that there were greys. It turns out Pierre Chin Chang or whatever Miles' dad was a grey. Just happened to like fucking Western music. Mm. Makes hey, you've ever seen the show Taken? Steven Spielberg's Taken miniseries. Those aliens could look like humans. Mm-hmm. And they liked weird stuff. Yep. And if you ever played Perfect Dark, the alien in that was called Elvis, and he was kind of an asshole, so it could happen. 
But yeah, I kind of wish they would actually do something at this point. Yeah, I, just, I want I want something big. I, honestly, I want a big I just, reveal. I want a fucking twist of some sort. If it just turns out to be fucking good, bad fight at the end of the volcano, fine, so be it. I'll watch it, but I won't be impressed. If you want to impress me with a good ending, have something I'm not expecting. Now, is this, is this, is this our problem or is this the show's problem? Like, are we going to be disappointed? I mean... Have we built this up in our heads, and have we, we, we've had so many crazy theories throughout the years that me and you have talked about? Well, that's their problem, because they put forth so many things that led you in ways that didn't fucking matter. They still never explained why so much of the Dharma shit was hidden. Like, why was the medical hatch had, like, shit hidden behind fucking other things and whatnot? Like, and why was Mr. Why, Friendly and stuff dressed like If they like all the knew people? all that shit, then why... It, well, and why would they dress like the temple people? Why would they dress like the temple people? Like all those fake stations and shit. I want answers to all this shit. And if they gloss over too many of them because it's too hard to do, then you're not doing your job. You're paid to fucking write a TV show. You might want to go ahead and, you know, like connect all the dots together. You know, it's not like you're just doing this as a hobby. Like these people do like fucking teams of people must be working on this fucking full time with a fucking giant board connecting all these dots. And if they're not, no then they're way. just fucking like, eh, they won't notice. We'll just have it be Terry O'Quinn's man boobs against Jack's fucking crying freaking face. out. Yeah, crying face. Crying yeah. Jack. Yeah. Versus mantis. Yep, he's just bouncing him back oh and forth God. like a wrestler. That'd be the shit. That's a mm. special move. Mm. Like he entrances you with his mantit dance before he <laughs> stabs you in the gut with the hidden <laughs> it's like a, It's like a fucking cobra like hypnotizing you. Yeah. Do 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 stab. You fucking notice him getting closer to you. I can't stop looking. That would be fantastic. So we're excited again. It kind of stoked the fires of our lost love. Yeah, man. But I know. Well, and and the preview for next week. I the see it. Okay, where it? it was all like, we, oh, we can't show you anything. So crazy, we can't even show you. I was like, Eek. you're only gonna need half of your seat because you'll be fucking standing up the whole time. <laughs> like it's just like you're tired. You can sell the other half to Kevin Smith. Oh, speaking of which, I know we're kind of late on this. Yeah, you're a robust fellow. What are your thoughts on Kevin Smith's Southwest oh, I, Airlines? I listened to his podcast and. Uh, and then the second one where he like interviewed the girl too that he was like sitting with on the second flight. Wow. Who also got talked to by like them. What? Yeah, like it wasn't okay, just it so, was more than just him. I mean, okay. it was like yeah, it, it's a, it's quite the long story, and I'm not gonna retell his entire no, story. No, not at all, not at all, not at all. He so, does a much better job than I do. Well, okay, so the deal is basically Kevin Smith on a fucking flight, and the pilot was just like, "You're fucking fat. Get the fuck off." But and he thinks it wasn't the pilot. He thinks it was just someone fucking with him, like more like one of the stewardesses or people like who, you know. It was, he doesn't think it was actually the pilot. Okay. He thinks it was someone else who just was like, fuck you, Kevin Smith. I don't like your movies. Okay. Valid, valid point. We, we also know that the dude is and based quite on how a big heavy he is, fellow. He is, but he's not as fat as I am. And I've flown fucking coach. Dude, know? Kevin Smith is fucking bigger than you, dude. No, you dude, think so? Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, I don't like to get into like this conversation because I don't want to make anybody feel bad, but I'm just saying Kevin Smith is a big dude, man. You can't tell because he fucking hides it in that goddamn... He coat? hides it in the goddamn coat and in that fucking... always in the fucking jerseys. Mm-hmm. Dude's a big dude. Too big for coach? I don't think so. I think you're more likely you're right that someone was fucking with him. My problem with this is that 
for two weeks, it's been like nonstop him being a jackass about it. Like, dude, you're fucking fat. You're fucking rich as shit. Mm-hmm. You could hire a personal trainer. You could hire someone to bring you food. You did that before. Bring your food. Mm-hmm. We don't have that fucking shit. We got to work full time jobs. Well, he normally buys an extra seat, but like, I guess shit he, he got fucking bumped he got bumped or. Or no, he was trying to get like an early flight or something because he wanted to go see his family. And oh, blah, 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 blah. But blah, blah. I mean, you know, obviously I'm going to have more sympathy for him probably than you will because, you know, I fucking experienced this shit. But you never make kicked off a flight. No, I didn't. But, you know, that was also a while ago and before the economy fucking fell apart. And now they're trying to fucking save money and, you know, sell every single fucking seat. So, like when I fly, like if I'm lucky, there's no one next to me and then I'm fine. If someone is next to me, like I said before, it might suck for them a little bit, and it's definitely going to suck for me because I'm going to spend the whole flight trying to fucking contain my fucking spillover onto their seat. And don't you talk to them too, or like I think I, I think before? Yeah, like last said, time like, that happened, I mentioned I'm like you know like you know they didn't seem like jerks, so I'm like you know hey sorry, you know you're going to be kind of squished, you know I'll do my best to you know yeah. lean the opposite direction towards oh, the window. For sure. For sure. You know, because I, I know I don't want to fuck people's, you know, like, trip and shit. But so it's fucking horribly. It's way more comfortable for me than it is for them because I'm, like, my fucking leg and arm cramped because I'm trying to, like, hold myself. And I can't even you know, deal with In position sheets. for, like, three hours. I'm, I'm, like, tensing muscles trying to hold myself, you know, so I'm not touching them as much as possible. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that just fucking sucks. And it's fucking, the seats are tiny. And they're tiny even for, like, and someone like me. Yeah. Like, and even for someone like me is, like, still feels like I'm encroaching on people. Yeah, I mean, they seriously, like, they're greedy motherfuckers, and they're going to make the seats as small as possible so they can fit one more person. You know, like, yeah, I, I do not enjoy flying because of that. It sucks. I mean, I... I, I mean, I like the actual act of flying. Like, I like fucking looking out the window and shit, and it looks cool, and clouds and all that. And I don't mind being up in the air. It doesn't freak me out or anything. It's just uh, the comfort of it, you know? It's annoying. But now, okay, and I and that's understandable. I guess well, Why can't he fucking fly, you know, first class or whatever? Like, I don't really get that. To me, to be honest, this whole thing seemed like one giant pub- publicity stunt. Mm-hmm. It did. You know why? Because all the reviews for Cop Out have been shit. Yeah. You watch any of the trailers, it doesn't even mention Kevin Smith. You watch the trailers, you don't even really laugh. I laugh at the Red Band trailer only for Tracy Morgan because that dude makes me laugh. And I know I have a... Yeah, you know, I like Tracy I, Morgan a lot. And I know that a lot of people are like, he sucks. Whatever. He it's makes odd me, combo. He Bruce Willis, Tracy Morgan, but you know, all right. And a lot of this, seriously, every time he did an interview or talked about it, it was all linked back to his Twitter page. And then you go to his Twitter page and it's nothing but like trailers, a cop out. And it was like the best plub- I swear, I'm, not, I'm sticking to this. Was it a shitty thing? Sure. I, but I still think this is one giant publicity stunt. I mean, the dude knows he's a big dude. Mm-hmm. And the dude is also on the Smodcast many of times said, all I did today was fucking sit in my bed and smoke weed and watch my 104-inch TV and eat ice cream. I got no sympathy, you fuck, fat fucker. No mm-hmm. sympathy yeah. at all. Dude, you are loaded. Loaded. If I was that loaded, you guarantee I'd have a personal trainer and shit. Be like, oh, I can pay you. I don't work all day. What am I going to do? Fine, make my food for me and, like, teach me how to work out. Yeah. But that dude takes the opposite route. He can afford to have, like, a personal chef. Yes. That fucking, and like, makes him, like, healthy shit all day long. Whereas, you know? like, we work Where all day. he's not going to yes. work and driving by McDonald's every two seconds. So, exactly. Yeah. All I'm saying is if you had Kevin Smith's money, you'd be one crazy svelte motherfucker, That's dude. true. That's true. It, it is hard to, 
You can't. I can't sympathize. But, I can sympathize. I can sympathize with, because I like what he's saying because it fucking pertains. It, you know, it it fucking. It does. It means more to me because I fucking relate to it. So to me, I'm like, well, you know, he doesn't fucking have to do that shit if he doesn't want to, and I feel the same way. But then you think about the money he has, and I'm like, well, he could have either fucking you know got a first class seat. Or he could have, you know, waited till he had the extra seat that he bought or whatever. And but, I understand the whole thing. Yeah, maybe he shouldn't have to. And he says he can get the fucking armrests down. I don't know. If he's as big as me, the armrest thing is like, yeah, you can get it down, but you're going to be in pain. Because it's going to be like fucking. That's what, that was the one comment. And before that, I was like, that's fucked up. And it was that comment. I'm like, dude. I can get the armrests down. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, no offense, dude. Like, I've seen pictures of you recently. You have gotten bigger. Yeah. You're not as big as Zack and Miri like that. You were like he was huge, Zack and Miri, mm-hmm. like really big during that whole thing. He's lost a little bit, but when he said the arm, he does like I'm crazy like, fucking yo-yo diets and shit, well, yeah, and like dumb. the liquid diets yeah. and whatnot. And, it's yeah. like, dude, I mean, I can't feign much. My deal is is that I, I love Kevin Smith. I own all the evenings by. I listen mm-hmm. to every Smodcast. Well, except for like the last probably year. Yeah, and we've talked about why I stopped listening to that. And I love his movies. I dig every movie he's done, except for Zack and Mary, just because I it was too Apatowish for me and didn't work. And I even dig Jersey Girl for what it wanted to do. I even dig that. But this thing, this whole incident, turned me. It started to turn me off of Kevin Smith. It didn't to me because I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know. Why, it's a but- weird thing with me because I, in one way, I like that he's bringing it out, you know. And in another way. I mean, that the fact that, like, airlines suck. I mean, that the seats suck. I mean, it's coach. Coach sucks. But if they're starting to do that to people, and I went and had to fly, and they fucking kicked me off a well, flight because of it, sh- they shouldn't have done I'd be it. fucking crushed. You they know? shouldn't like, have done it when he already said That would be down, like, because I get fucking crushed when someone just walks by me and says something. Eat like, it. Exactly, like that. That fucking crushed me. But if I got fucking pulled aside and pulled off an airline like that, like something that fucking big in front of a shit ton of people... I'd be pissed. I wouldn't have any recourse like he does because I'm That's nobody. True. Yeah. And so Wait, I'm kind of like. You are. You're like, CJ Larson of <laughs> right, motherfucker. But right. But I'm kind of like, you know, so when he does that, I'm like, well, good. You know, someone actually fucking stood up for the fat man, you know, for once. And But on the downside, though, is that in making it such a big deal, possibly to promote his movie a little bit. I don't I know. I swear to God, dude. I don't know. But if that is, you know, in, in bringing it up, then you got the fucking haters coming out. And I got to hear on fucking TV all these and fucking comments and shit like uh, on the news stories. You know, you'll read the comments under the news stories. And it's just a billion ignorant motherfuckers just like fucking, you know, you know, if you're overweight, just all you got to do is fucking lose it. You know, it's a simple formula, blah, blah, blah. Like people who've never fucking had any kind of a weight problem in their life telling people how easy it is and how you're just fucking lazy and stupid and just comment after comment of just fucktards being oh, like, yeah. I know nothing about this, but I'm going to tell you all about it. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to tell you the, how, like, you're a fucking lazy fuck and how you're fucking disgusting, fat fucking pig and shit. And I'm like, and I'm reading this and I'm like, he had a legit, even though he is a celebrity, he had a legitimate fucking case to complain about this because if it happened to me, which is what I always think of, I'd be fucking crushed. So if I was crushed, all these fucking people who are commenting, if they were on that plane, they'd be like, fucking serves them right, fat fuck, as I'm, like, fucking, you know, like, breaking down because I'm like, wow, this fucking is horrible. Do you want to know you the know? difference, though, in my eyes? What's that? He has made millions off of 
telling people in his own words that he's a lazy, fat motherfucker. That he does these things knowing that it's bad for him. Doesn't give a shit. Fine by you. So, people are going to make fun of you. They have every right to be like, yeah, Smith, you're a fat motherfucker. You, on the other hand, aren't coming out going, fuck that. I'm just going to fucking sit in my fucking... I'm just going to sit on my couch and watch Naruto and do nothing. Like, you're like... I'm cutting this out, and I'm trying to make these healthier decisions. And we talked about like last episode with the whole thing. And you are hey, attempting I got my to sugar-free Red Bull right I, here. I noticed that. Yes, oh. exactly, exactly. And you're right. It's not. You know, I don't. I, I. I can't. I can't relate to that. I've never been severely overweight like Kevin Smith. Like I. And I. I hope to God I never am. Like especially when it's like someone who fucking like me who's like had this problem since they're like a little kid. Because you're not going to go up to a little kid and be like, you fucking disgusting pig. You fucking lazy fat fuck. I wouldn't mind. To like a kid in third grade. Is it wrong of me that there's a part. You want to see those people from the internet? Fucking that there's treat, a part like, a of me like that, that. You know those people that will sit on the internet to see if they'll actually go up to a living person and say it. There's like Probably a there's that whole like cheating but, thing where I'm just like, man, I, there's a part of me that's like, fuck, dude. That's like a whole thing with society, though, at this point where you're like, it's because of shit like fucking, you know, like jackass and stuff like that. Where, like, all these kids grew up watching it, you know, and now they're, like, in their 20s and yeah. shit. And they think it's okay if you to go up and, like, fuck with someone who you've never met before for your own amusement and maybe, like, your friend or with your camera phone. Except with Jackass, they had Preston and Rick Kosick, like, one of, like, the creators of it, who are both portly fellows and... No, I mean, not like, even just about that. I mean, just oh, about you anything. Mean, like, the whole, like, environment yeah. of, like, it's, they think it's funny just to fuck with someone if you're, Who's if, just if you're filming their own as business, long as you're filming you know, it, it's if funny. Or even if you're not filming it, just because you got your friend with you or a couple of friends. I get that. And you're, like, you know. Understandable. Like, check this out. I'm going to go up and be, like, you know, do something fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. And make this person feel really awkward. And then I'm going to laugh about it. And my friends are going to laugh. And it's, like, you fucking jump back to, like. You know, earlier, you know, like fucking like in the 50s, like fucking uh, 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 Don Draper days yeah. and shit, you know, like uh, you nobody fucking did that back then. Nobody like someone mind their own business. They just go up and like fuck with people like that because it wasn't that wasn't comedy. But now it's like it's easy, stupid comedy for people. So it's like, you know, it's entertainment and I'm, I'm fucking Steve-O. I'm going to go fuck with people and. And that's 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 a totally valid. Like I'll go on the fucking show and be like, you know, say horrible things, like you know, maybe make a little bit of fun of Boners to Bone suicide, which is a really horrible thing to do. But I'm not like finding him in Vancouver with like some of my friends behind me and being like, Hey, Boners to Bone, you're on the show, you're fucking gay, you know? Like hey, that's Boner, you can't get it up now, can you? Yeah, poke yeah. With a stick, fucking. Stand and then your friends laugh, and then he gets even more depressed and. But to me, the difference, the difference is, is that a I don't think we're ever gonna find out why he got kicked off the flight. They're gonna say that he was too big. He's gonna say, well, wait, there was this guy behind me that was bigger than me that was out there. There's this woman that mm. looked at me that said, no, don't say anything. I'm still on the flight. It, was there a chance because he was Kevin Smith? Sure, sure. Someone wanted to fuck with him. I get that. Do I think he's too big for the flight? I, no, not at all. What I hate is this woe is me bullshit. The guy just needs to come out and be like, yes, I make poor lifestyle decisions. I'm fatter than fuck, and I don't care, and I'm going to keep doing it. I'm just going to keep doing it. But he always, he, he, he kind of does that, but with his whole, like, 
feel sorry for me angle. Like, I don't feel sorry for you, dude, mm, at yeah. all. You know why? Because you were the indie fucking movie darling. You fucking had Hollywood, man. You had Clerks. You stumbled with Mallrats. You came back with Chasing Amy. Mm. And then what? Since then, dude, I've enjoyed your movies for what they are. But, dude... Yeah. There are so many more directors out there that would kill to have the following. He has like an ICP juggalo following. He does, yeah. People don't even like his Which movies. Which is a bit odd. Yeah, it is a bit odd. like, you're one of us. You're a fat dude that reads comics. It's like a weird leads. cult of personality kind of thing. You know? It is. Like he's a... He's a weird, like, iconic figure for some reason. You know? He is. But he told. I mean, I actually, the, I dated a girl one, one, one date, <laughs> one date, who was such a huge fan that she met him uh, at a at a signing, got his autograph, and then promptly went out and got it tattooed. <laughs> so I'm actually like having sex with this girl uh, and having to see a tramp stamp of <laughs> Kevin Smith's <laughs> signature. Wow. I'm telling you right now. Not a thing you want to see. I'm just like, yeah, oh, God, Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> and she had more than one Kevin Smith tattoo. Really? She had the like signature. Too. She had the characters of Jay and Silent Bob like on the both. the cartoon characters? Actually, yeah, they were, yeah. actually. They were the, uh, the, 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 stylized, the stylized versions. I was thinking of more of um, uh, the comic book. But, yeah, they were more like the, the really thick. Um, How do you explain that when you're like a fucking grandma and your little your kids are like, well, let me tell you. Yes, snooch to the booch. Snooch to the booch. He used to say snooch to the booch, children. And it was hilarious. And we laughed. And he Would did you heroin. Like, let's all sing Jay's song. <laughs> noise, noise, noise. Smoking weed, smoking weed. Doing coke, drinking beers. That's right, and then we're, we're, we're all gonna get we're all gonna get along. See, as you can tell, they turn we're into both, like a round. That's right. As you can tell, we're both huge Smith fans, but there's got to be a point where personal responsibility comes into play. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, and like we said, he rich as shit. And granted, you're right. If he doesn't want to lose the weight, that's fine. Like, if he's just like, fuck it, I don't give a shit if I want to die early. Don't care. As opposed to people who are out there like. I would like to be thinner, but it's really hard for me. And when someone like you comes out and says, fuck it, I'm going to do this. What does that say to me? That gives the the public the opinion that all people that are overweight don't give a shit. Totally not true. To- and that's what that's what kills me about this. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, And I understand he wants Southwest. And he wants them to come out and say, just fucking tell him it wasn't because I was fucking fat. Just fucking say it. It does seem like, yeah, that is kind of what he wants. Them. Yeah, actually, after listening to it, that is kind of what he wants them to say. But then he also brought in, because uh, he, like, when he got he kicked off in that flight. What would, who, who well, did then he bring he, in? So he went on to a flight, a later flight, because he got kicked off that flight. Okay. Got into a later flight, same airline and stuff. And he was in a row, like, by himself. Okay. And then there was a middle seat open. And then a girl who also was, like, overweight, uh-huh. like, sat in the aisle seat. Okay. And after she sat down... Once again, the stewardess comes up to her and pulls her out of the plane and, like, says, like, you know, well, that gentleman, because Kevin Smith owned the seat in the middle because he bought that seat. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, well, that gentleman owns that seat and, you know, you are, like, you know, spilling over. Spilling over. I don't know if she probably didn't say it that way, but, you know, that's yeah. what she was trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he owns it, so, you know, if it's okay with him. And I don't know if, if she... I don't think that they made her ask permission from him, but okay. they kind of insinuated that maybe she should, mm-hmm. or next time she should buy a seat or whatever. Yeah. 
And um, and she said the same thing that he did that she could get, she could get the, the thing down and who knows unless you had a fucking unless you were there, there who knows, who knows exactly. you know how fucking no, intrusive yeah. it was yeah but since there's a seat in the middle that no one's using even if he did own it I'm sure who the fuck cares I'm sure I and I if wouldn't he's care. that thin it's not like his it's not like he's spilling over right. into three fourths of the second right. seat because he can put the armrest down that he keeps saying right which I still call shenanigans on right. that well I don't like, know he's yeah a big dude it's just weird though because he his weight dude. fluctuates up and down so much who knows where he was at at that point i'm he, just like, saying that he's diets. bigger than you dude just saying oh i don't know i mean i, I thought that was that blew my mind like I'm, I'm like nah dude fuck that i think you're shorter than him but no but well, also, yeah, also, maybe that kind of you also don't wear shants yeah. you wear pants because you're a man and you don't have yeah. to wear shants from like 1994 non-stop <laughs> with a jersey that says your name on it or your wife's name mm-hmm. no I, I do the fuck uh, you god damn it no in the summertime i do the uh the, the long khaki shorts. No, you do the Look. banana hammock. You come over here and I'm like, dude, can you put a towel down before you sit on my couch? Like, I'm in the sorry. summer, I pretty much look like my Xbox avatar, except fatter. You're like, hey guys, yeah. hey guys. But uh, yeah, so anyway, so he, so then she ended up t- telling him about what they did to her too, about like warning her, and she felt all shitty. And then he had her on a special podcast with him where she explained her whole story about how they talked to her about it, and then he once again complained about his whole story and how you know like he told her about what happened to him and then for the last three weeks kevin smith has been in the media oh my god did you know that he has a new movie coming out this friday called cop out with bruce willis mm-hmm. hey check it out yeah Bullshit, see dude knows how to fucking market dude mm-hmm. but the thing is to me is that he he's taking no responsibility yeah because granted like we and like we said like i gotta i'm, I'm playing devil's advocate playing devil's advocate here if it really was if this, if this, if, if it was me, and I'm Kevin Smith, and blah 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 blah, and this happened to me, and it was an injustice, and I was like, wait, no, I might come out and be like, you're right, using Kevin Smith wit, obviously, in his words, like I'm a big dude, you know what? And everybody's looking at me now. Guess what? Check back in the year, you're gonna see some shit, and then I would spend my money that I have, lots of, and fucking just shed the shit, dude, in a year, and like do that shit, and actually like attempt to, and not yo-yo, because that is just. Oh no, liquid diet for three months. Like, what the fuck, dude? Who is gonna be able to drink drinks for three months and then keep doing that? I'd be like, I'm gonna try to lose some because I have the money to hire a personal chef, hire a personal trainer, and fucking mm. do it. As opposed to continuously, bitch. Mm. Like, yeah. continuously. It's like, dude, you ballooned up after you started smoking weed a shitload. And according to your smodcast, you never really smoked weed that much until you hung out with Seth Rogen after fucking Zach and Mary. Well, then you just locked yourself in with your 104-inch television. Where, like, Seth Rogen lost all the weight, and then Kevin Smith, like, took it from him and gained it. it. Seriously, it's like Kevin Smith like fucking absorbed was like, it. oh, dude, he fucking sucked it out cat's eye style. Like, <laughs> just sucking that fat right into him. But it's yeah. just, it's hard for me to feel bad Which for the guy. Which is funny, because I'm like, Seth Rogen, I'm like, put the weight back on. You look weird. Yeah, and... Kevin Smith, he might look weird, too. I don't know. Well, we've never. Well, I mean, if you feel like Kevin Smith, even as Silent Bob back in Clerks, I mean, he's still kind of bigger, but yeah. I mean, he is svelte as shit. Yeah. Well, it's like I'm never gonna be like thin, you know. Like, I want to. I want to see you impossible. like fucking hawking, wearing a V neck and jammers <laughs> in like two years. Like for some reason, I move away or I get so rich, I'm like, I can't. I, I, I'm busy. I can't deal with you right now. Just call me in two years, and I see you in two years, and you're like, 
You know, like when uh, Peter Griffin went and got well, if that uh, happened. Peter though, Griffin when Peter Griffin got all the fat sucked out and got like fucking face yeah, surgery. Yeah, he's yeah. just like, hey, you like his fucking badass chin. I'm like, oh my god. But if that happened though, I'd like show up to your new house and you'd open the door and all you'd see is like a big white piece of paper and I just fucking burst through it. I mean, an old picture of me on the front. Actually, you'd be like CJ, like, and you're like CJ's not moving, and then it'd be like. Psh. What's up now? I'm wearing fucking like Richard Simmons outfit. And all of a sudden, fucking Oprah's like CJ Larson. <laughs> wearing like a <laughs> through. sparkly Richard Simmons outfit, and my hair all fell out because I lost all the weight so quick, and I got a oh. wig on. Oh my god! <laughs> and that turns out, no, it was the cataract that did it. Mm. It had nothing to do with your cataract, which is like, I'm going to suck all the bad just out and put it in your eye. <laughs> hey, just move the cataract and you're fine. Hmm? No, I mean, I, you know, I feel, I feel bad. Yeah, no one, I mean, if it was if it was an issue with the weight and all that, it should have been taken care of before he sat down, mm-hmm. before he was on the plane. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Are we at the point now, like you said, because airlines, well, they're losing money hand over fist. Are, Honest, valid question. Are we at the point now where maybe, you know how we have, like, if your luggage can't fit in here, you can't be in a plane? Do we need something like that where it's, like, almost at amusement parks? Like, if, if you can't fit here, sorry. I mean, how, 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 do we, how do we go past this? And this is coming from, I mean, and I hate, and I'm with you, I hate flying. Mm-hmm. I had to go to Seattle for three hours, and even myself, who I, can, I don't consider myself incredibly, like, svelte, but I'm a normal, average and even I am like, oh, God, seriously, could you just give me, like, an extra inch? Mm-hmm. Like, if, yeah. I, if I get a middle seat, I'm effed. I'm like, great. Are people, you know, and th- uh, this sucks. Are we at that point now in, in history where it's true, man? We're like, like, we're like, we're the biggest generation. Like, it's just, it's almost like a Wally at this point. Yeah, it's not I, mean, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's, part it's, of it's, every it's hard because, I mean, like things. I said, you know, like, it's not just airplanes for me. It's, like, other shit, too, where it's just, like, I'm not made for a lot of like you know shit that's out there where i should be able to fit into well i told you last but, uh, time you really shouldn't have installed that stripper pole in your house <laughs> that was a bad idea but uh yeah so it, it's hard for me to say like oh well i can see people's points who are like thin and they're like fucking i don't want to have to make accommodations for people i am not like that be- i know sure yeah I, i'm not saying you are okay, i'm just saying but, sure that I'm but not- based on like all these fucking comments and shit that okay. i've read like people are like well, I don't want to fucking have to make accommodations for you, and and I'm paying for your health care because you're unhealthy and all this bullshit. And I'm like, fucking, well, then fucking smokers better stop smoking, and fucking drinkers better stop drinking, and we'll all be a hundred percent fucking like Gattaca strong because we all are got fucking Ethan genetic Hawks engineering, fucking and none of us have pre-existing health problems. But uh, so. I don't know. It's like, should there be like fucking handicap seats where we can't sit in the regular seats? They have bigger seats on the plane. They have those, but they're but, you know, okay. Now, would you feel okay? Would I feel about, fucking retarded yes. sitting in a handicap seat? I don't know. I personally, I've sat in one. I got lucky. It was the best seat ever because you can stretch yeah, your legs. Yeah, yeah. I don't there know. Is, there's, I mean, it was awesome. I'd probably. I. I don't know. I. Is there a politically correct way to call them something that's not handicapped? I mean, it wouldn't be like it's the overweight. You know, though it's right. I mean, yeah. Is there any? Would there be any? Because I mean, and I mean, I would. Lo- I mean, I had never, I never flown. I mean, I never, I never need flown to fucking like put coach, a handicap so symbol no on it and shit. Because it's like I'm not fucking not handicap. You, you know, you, like you have never ridden a rascal as you no, cruise around. No, I, I'm fine. But I. Yeah. So it's like I'm, I'm not fucking handicap. No, not at all. So it's like, 
can't you just really can't you just instead of even putting like okay this is a handicap section with the fucking handicap wheelchair thing on it this all over the place is just there's some bigger seats in the back if you can't fit into the regular seats or something pay more or pay the same um, maybe pay more, but maybe not a lot more. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking like Because it's still a regular seat. You're not getting a better meal. You're not getting a fucking movie. It's just a seat with a few more inches on it. You know, or maybe there's like, you know, fucking so two rows in the back that are fucking, instead of six seats, it's four seats and they're a little bigger. You know? But you're still in coach, still with the crazy babies, and you're still with That's like fine. big old yeah, people. That's fine, yeah, I don't care about that. I just don't want to be... You don't want to feel I like mean, shit I when fucking, you fly. Well, yeah, I mean, and I think like most people who are fucking overweight, like, you try your best not to let your, you know, like, problem fucking, you know, impact other people's yeah. lives in a negative way, mm-hmm. you know, but even though a lot of people who don't have a fucking weight problem still just let their negative lives fucking inflict... All kinds of bullshit on other people. Take it out on you. Yeah. yeah. You know, like if someone's fucking a crazy alcoholic and they're in public and they're just fucking yelling at the top of their lungs, that's going to affect you because you're in the area. But if I'm walking down the street and I'm me, I'm not fucking coming up on you and rubbing on you. You I know, you like I'm just, I'm I just wish walking you down I wish the street. you were like, uh, was it Bellini from uh, Kids in the Hall? You're just rolling around with like a towel on, like just like kind of like sweaty, just like <laughs> just pushing through the crowds in downtown Minneapolis, not saying a word, slick back hair, looking straight, just. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, I don't see a. I mean, I don't see a problem. So that's why I'm like, I don't get people who are so fucking like you know, anybody who's overweight is fucking you know retarded or something like they see me and the first thing they think is I'm gonna sound like this is how I talk all the time. Like, no, that's this not how I fucking talk. This podcast would never have lasted so. more than three episodes if that's how you talked yeah. all the time. What well, seriously, you there's fucking people who just... Quest, like, CJ. So people fucking <laughs> associate, you know, like, being overweight with being a fucking, like, like dumb, mongoloid dumb. fucking same, idiot, you same know? Way people associate. all you do is fucking go to the grocery store and be like, I'm buying nothing but Cheetos and Pepsi. That's all I'm going to eat. It's like, fuck that shit. I don't wake up in the morning and eat nothing but fucking biscuits and 12 eggs, you know? Like, same way I'll people, eat a fucking, you know... Like nutrition bar thing or something, <laughs> fucking. Well, it's the same way people automically associate everybody from the south as racist uh, yeah. immigrants. It's kind of. I mean, Today it's I had an English muffin with some peanut butter on it. I didn't eat fucking. You know, you, you see someone my weight and you figure he must have got up and ate fucking like eight McMuffins. I was like, no, I had a diet pop and a fucking one English muffin with some peanut butter on it. I don't mm. ever. I don't ever think that. Like. But no, you're not a douche, though. But, like, but there are series I, of people I was, who are like, they have their own fucking crazy idea of what, you know, no, like only, my life is. No, you know? the only thing I'm ever worried about is that at some point there's going to be something where, like, because of your lifestyle, something's going to happen to you. And then I'm going to be like, holy shit, we're going to have, like, the very serious episode of Brain and Radio. I'm not sure but how I'm like, ever going to have you know, to. Like and fucking, I never wanted to have to do that. That's why I'm just like. But, you know, it's like those fucking Mori, like the Mori episodes where they got like a fucking bedridden dude. And yeah. he's like, every day I wake up and I eat 12 biscuits. <laughs> yeah, and then you know. I fucking eat a chicken for lunch. And then I eat fucking five steaks for dinner. And then I pass out. I was like, no, I, I, I eat like you. Maybe I yeah. make some bad choices. But I don't eat. I don't fucking have like an eating disorder. No, and I, think I just you have fucking making... a shitty metabolism. I've been like this since a kid. And I think you're making healthier so... decisions now. Yeah, and I'm fucking trying, you know? I mean, I've tried before, but it's not as easy as fucking some people think. Maybe me and you should start working out together. That'd be weird. That'd be awesome. Leslie, we're like, Leslie hates Can we it. look like the rockers and we're matching spandex? I would do it if you did it with me. I'm all about that. I don't give a shit. Cause like, fringe. See, that's the thing is like, you know, uh, and 
and we toss the medicine ball back and forth. I, I, I actually kind of wish we had one downstairs. I would because I always I always picture best <laughs> of the best, the best of the best. They're doing like the sit ups, like they're like throwing the ball back, and they're like ooh ooh, and like oh they're getting ripped. Mm. I don't have a medicine ball, but no, I mean. I would love it. I mean, if, if, you know, at some point and, you know, if you ever wanted to, to like, hey, yeah, you know, you come over here before we podcast, we go downstairs and walk on the treadmill for an hour and just talk about shit. But I'm not going to be like, you need it. That's your life, dude. You just got to do it. But the last thing I want is for you to come over and be like, hey, remember I talking about the Crater Act? Like, yeah, it sucked. By the way, I have diabetes now. I'll be like, mm-hmm. no, fuck, dude. Fuck. Last thing I want is for you to have issues. But if you're making better choices, then hey, more power to you. I'm not going to harp on your shit, dude. What you got to do? But I also think that Kevin Smith has no fucking excuse. You're not Kevin Smith, though. That's the big fucking difference. Mm, You know, you're a fucking middle-class white dude, Minnesota, that doesn't have millions of dollars and a fucking, like, you know, and and, and has, like, a phone number to everybody that's big that can do this kind of shit. You're you're trying to just, you know, live and, and be happy with your wife and... Hey, man, more power to you, dude. Well, and if you're a fucking, like, skinny dude who fucking, you know, thinks that way, like, oh, fucking all fat people are fucking just stupid and make the wrong decisions and it's easy to fucking lose weight, then you got a fucking crazy metabolism where you can eat, like, 12 tacos and burn it off in a second. Like, then you, you'd consider you need pretty- to fucking spend your time lobbying for, like, the government to fucking lock down fucking fast food places and trans fats and shit. Well, you would consider me pretty skinny, right? Mm-hmm. I got friends that I hate because of their metabolism. Where I'm like, how the fuck can you drink that much beer, eat that much shitty fucking McDonald's, Big Mac crap, do this, and still weigh the same as you did when you were 14? Yeah. And I'm a skinny dude. It makes a big difference. And I'm just like, holy shit. It it is. Like I've mentioned that before. Like I've gone to lunch with people who are fucking like skinny and shit and they'll fucking pound down like twice or three times as much food as me. And yet, you know, like, I'm the one who's, like, still gaining weight, and they're, like, not gaining anything. So, it's it's, it's tough. It's tough. And it's luck of the draw, too. I mean, like you said, part of it's genetics, and, Mm -hmm. you know, and and part of it is environment. And and, and the nice thing is, is that you're not one of those people that are like, I blame McDonald's. Let me chat out on my Arch Deluxe real quick. But I blame them. Like, you know when you're eating that, that it's not healthy. You're just like, fuck. I know it. I mean, it's, it doesn't it's make it good. easier to make good choices when that shit's everywhere and, it's and like cheaper than everything else. They turn and on TV and there's fucking making, like no. advertising all kinds of food and like my job, I fucking you know involves like ads for food and stuff like that yeah. that I see constantly. Basically, so. he's just like Don Draper, kind of. Yeah, yeah, you're no, you're totally Draper. Like people may not see that, but you come over here in a suit and tie. And I'm like, oh shit, you're swamp pimp, <laughs> swamp pimp. But no, you're 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 you're, you're totally right. You know, and, and, I'm and Don I, Draper I, in that I drape myself in a moo-moo every morning. Wash myself with a rag on, on a stick. stick. But you're right. You know, I, I mean, and, 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 and I don't know if I don't know if people listen to uh, episode 14, um, which was basically half of another episode after we got all kind of mad. We're talking about like food choices and stuff, and it was kind of angry both of us. Like, I, I, I don't, I, I didn't mean to attack you, but then you were attacking me, and it was just like, Arr! and I'm like, that's never the case. Um, because yeah, I make horrible decisions. There were quite a few beers in that episode too. To be I was, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, and, I wasn't. Which sometimes no, that is the the magic recipe for anger that between is, people. You know, that's true. That's exactly true. And 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 and, and I, I I do have to bring up the whole. There there was one point that that when I re listened to it that did make me like go whoa, when you were like, 
Oh fuck! And it was funny because you I'll got mad. Kill yeah, you! I'll fucking dare you! Fucking give me shit because you're fucking eating blah 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 and drinking blah blah blah. And I was just like, what? Like, oh my god! I didn't, I didn't mean that. Like, we live different lives. Yeah. And 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 well, I got it, a bit defensive. I'll admit with that. And 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 it is. It's hard not, not to be. It's been a long fucking life as a fat man. And know? it's not. It's not easy at all to to eat better and work out at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been doing it for over a year now. Uh, I haven't. If you look at like the actual numbers, I haven't lost much. Yeah, but I look at someone like you, and when when anyone like you is like, I gotta fucking work out, I'm like, uh, fuck you. But the thing you is, know, is I like, kill to be you at your fucking fattest, you know. But the pro and and, and 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 I'll take it as a compliment, and and but even but that's the thing is like, you know, you might have a vision of me where like, well, if I was looking like him, I'd be like, yeah. Whereas I look at myself going, and you can ask, I mean, Leslie and everybody else, where I'm like, I don't take off my shirt. Like, I mean, I have a weird self. I have, and I understand, and I know it's about myself, and I'm comfortable enough to admit it, that I have a weird self uh, body image of myself. Very weird. Anybody would look at me and be like, no, you're not overweight, nothing. In my head, I'm like, holy shit, I'm fucked up. I'm, I gotta work out, and I do, and I work out like every day, and I run, and it sucks, and it sucks. It's never fun. It's not like I'm like, yeah. Work it to the limit, part the No, it's just like, fuck. I gotta do this so I can drink my beer. Mm. And that's the thing is like, I do indeed drink, but I, I, I work out so I can drink. That's where I've gotten to that point where I'm, I'm almost 30, but my, 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 and my metabolism, where it once was awesome, is not as awesome just, anymore. Well, it's funny <laughs> to me when I like, you know, if I, you know, if I'm trying to like eat better and shit and like lose some weight, yeah. uh, people are fucking always like, um, People who haven't ever had like a, a real weight problem. Oh, it's for like, sure. Well, all you gotta do is fucking exercise more and eat better, and it's fucking easy, and do this and this and, and this, and they fucking easy at all. Give you like all these tips and shit, and it's like, you know, you gotta think like, okay, I'm 27 years old. I've had this problem since I was fucking a kid. Yeah. You think I haven't heard like a billion people tell me the same fucking shit that you're telling me right now? For sure. Do you think dude, that I sure. need you to remind me of that, or like? I'm. Well, yeah. not, not you, I'm no, saying no, like no, people. No, 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 yeah. I'm just saying, I, no, 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 no. I'm just saying people, because it happens fucking like all the time, and I'm just like, uh-huh, yeah, and I just got to nod and, and smile just, and be like, uh-huh, like I haven't heard that from like, I'm the only you know. Doctors and yeah, people and totally. Lori and totally, Montel. Um, yeah, you know, it's like at this point, I know the formula of how to lose weight. And yeah, there's lots of different ones, but I've heard most of them by now, and I'm kind of tired of people's advice, you know, so it's just like. Eh, I'm just gonna do what I, you know, what I think is will work for me, and I don't know. It's the best thing you can do, really. I'm telling you, man, at any point, if you ever want to do, and we got a workout room, you got two treadmills, I will fucking go down there and I'll fucking walk with you. I'm just fucking, we'll just walk and do some bullshit. I'm all good. I ain't gonna judge, man. As long as you ain't coming over going, yeah, I just fucking ate five McChickens, fuck goddammit, uh, I got a cup of left foot. I don't, I'm not gonna give you any sympathy. <laughs> like, that sucks, but dude, fuck. My foot's gonna come off, I want you to do it, Rob. I would totally do it. I'd be like, yeah. Let's I don't trust doctors. <laughs> Let's fucking do this. But, I mean, you're right. I mean, I can't give you advice. You, you've heard all the advice. I mean, really what it comes down to is that you need to realize, and any anybody's realized that, you know, you have a problem, and these are the small steps you take, and then you just keep, you keep those steps up, and then you add to it, and then if you're serious about it, yeah. Same way I quit smoking. Especially when people tell you like do some kind of unrealistic diet, you oh, know, yeah. type thing. Where oh, I'm just, just like eat your cayenne pepper, lemon juice, and and, and you do the the flush, and then you just eat fruit. Mm. Just eat pomegranates. Yeah. Like no, no. And it's like you know that's, no. that's just setting yourself up to fail anyway. You know. 
best tip I can give you, easiest tip, easy, and I mean, easy, best tip I can give you, just for like one month, do not get any food that comes from a restaurant, from a restaurant or a fast food place. Everything you make, everything you eat, you make. And no microwave. Just try that. If you can do that for a month and just figure out some recipes and shit, you, you'll, you'll see a difference. Is it hard? Yes. It's a pain in the ass. I come home from work and I'm like, fuck, now I got to spend 45 minutes cooking, mm-hmm. you know, vegetables <clears throat> and shit. I'm like, I yeah. don't want to do this, but you know, you do it and you might see some shit and whatever, but you know, do what you got to do, man. Just, just don't die on me, dude. My biggest thing is, I seriously, like, you're going with cataracts and shit. I'm like, no, I just don't want, I, I don't mm. want to have that special episode. Actually, I do, but well, not about you. Not about you. I want to procrastinate. Like, I'm going to mention before how I was like, I had like high blood pressure, you know, and I was like on pills for that. Yeah. And then I just kind of like, ran just... out of pills and I stopped taking them for a while. Oh, CJ. <laughs> and I finally just went that back to the doctor. I'm like, okay, I stopped taking my pills. I should probably start again, right? Like, yeah. Now, is that a heart issue due to lifestyle or is that like physical like is there anything you can do to get off the pills besides like you know Super fucking doing crazy amounts sodium diet so low sodium yeah okay so that's all you gotta do is cut, kind of kind of cut out a lot of the salt and at one point you <laughs> could yeah. do you know how fucking hard it is to eat low sodium i'm with you dude it's, it's ridiculous it everything is. Tough. has a shit like stuff you wouldn't think oh i know dude. Has, like oh i know crazy amount of sodium in it. oh i'm with you dude I'm anything you, you cook with any spices Mm-hmm. That aren't even salt have salt. In it. I tried cutting out uh, all sodium when I first started working out. And I'm like, I can't do this. But what I will do is check le- things I like, and if I notice that, like, huh, one serving of this is 50% of my sodium, I'm not gonna eat these chips. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's baby steps, dude. As long mm. as you realize it, I just don't pull a Kevin Smith on me, okay? Mm. You're not rich, so you don't have any options. You get in the hospital, you're paying for that shit out of the pocket. Yeah. You're fucked. It's you true. ain't got any Harvey Weinstein fucking. You know, money coming at your ass. That's pretty much it. Always, I don't Live give a fast, shit. Die young. Yeah, leave a good-looking corpse. Yep. So, you better leave an awesome-looking corpse. By by that I mean like fully nude, fully erect, thumbs up, and like yeah, that's how you die. That'd be pretty great. Maybe maybe like a loincloth off to the side mm-hmm. and a water noodle. So they'll find me in a McDonald's bathroom and put chicken stuffed in my mouth. Fucking <laughs> 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 seven style. Oh, don't be. No. No, no, no. That is no. silly. That is silly. Good. Uh, Good, sir. So, you know, let's bring let's bring the show kind of back up to uh, to a funny part. We're getting kind of late here. Jesus, yeah, this has been a long conversation. This is good, though. I like this. You know why? This is a good episode. I think Keeping we're, it real. We're keeping it real. Getting, getting deep, you know, knowing me you, a little more. You are interacting, yeah. sir. You're mm. not, you're not, you're not half-assing it, which is some of the complaints I was getting. Was that CJ doesn't it. care? I don't care. I've had some of those complaints. If, if there's anything, I'd and, say that I care too much. No, and I've, and I've, and and and, and you. Some, to be fair, though, sometimes it, when Rob has had many, many beers, he kind of doesn't let me get a lot of words in edgewise. Sometimes you kind of go off on a bit of a tangent, but it's hard for me to squeeze thoughts in. usually when that happens the thoughts you do squeeze in are like pretty biting scathing remarks against me yeah sometimes which kind of makes up for yeah. you trying to do open yeah, mic comedy true. hour true which is like basically like fuck you rob bow <laughs> slam me down but no this is a i think this is a fantastic episode but you know why because you are not like fucking today sucked that's the only that's the only negatives i've heard was that someday seated does not sound into it and you can admit to that. You come over and you're like, 
I had a shitty day. And I'm, uh, uh, well, and then it's just like it's hard to get to you into the eh, of it's the brain dead community yeah. who have now started their own shows. Yeah. And who may in the future someday start their own shows, Ari. Uh, but, you know, like Hawken and whatnot. Um, sometimes it's hard to do a weekly cast for as long as we have and always be like, yeah, ready to go. I got notes and I'm ready to fucking talk about shit. And sometimes I haven't fucking watched or played much new and I've been fucking busy. And, you know, we record this on a Friday. Sometimes I'm fucking tired from work and shit. And I'd say three out of five maybe times. Maybe I need more Red Bull. Maybe that helps. That might help. I'd say three I think the energy drink drinks uh, episodes tend to be a little more interactive with me because I'm got a little pick-me-up going. I don't drink coffee, so I got to do something. I'd say three out of five times, three out of five weeks you come over, you're in a shitty mood. Three out of five? Yeah. Today was, Today was a good decent mood. mood. Today was a perfect... I'm not even lying, dude. There's a reason why last week's episode that we recorded didn't go up. Huh? But this week you're like, fuck yeah. And I'm like, hell yeah, I like it. We're talking. We're all good. And I want to ask you a serious question, CJ. What are your thoughts, if any, which I hope there are awesome amounts of thoughts, on the movie Zoolander? Zoolander? Yeah. Are you a fan of the Ben Stiller, Olsen Wilson comedy? I'm definitely a fan of Zoolander. Um, are you a fan uh, of the I don't get why it didn't do better the first time around. It Did you enjoy it when you a... first saw it? Or were you one of the people that saw it and was like, eh, and then saw it again and was like, all right, and then saw it again and was like, yes. Uh, yeah, Click. I'm going to I'm gonna say I liked it the first time, but I didn't love it. Okay. But it's not like I didn't like it. It wasn't like Napoleon where I like I watch it and I'm like, what the fuck was that? I hate Napoleon. Well, I know you hate Napoleon, yeah. but for but most okay, people for you, who like yeah, it, yes. it kind of goes that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for me, Zoolander was, I liked it, didn't love it. Then saw it many times after that, and, and each just, time fucking loved it. And Probably just, the same amount each time. And just, I mean, I mean, it's got the cameos. It got Bowie. It's got Billy Zane. It's got David Duchovny. Rob Lowe. It's, it's almost got. It's got everybody. That's got. I mean, everybody's in that. Fucking Wait, Rob Lowe's not in that, is he? He might be. I don't no. know. He's in that fucking movie. Uh, I think I might have fucked up on that one. Uh, who gives a shit? But who? Well, yeah. Who, uh, yeah. He might be in it. Billy Zane. I already said Billy Zane. Uh, everybody knows Billy Zane. Billy Zane is awesome. Mm. It's all about the Bowie cameo. Well, news came out this week. Guess what? Motherfucking sequel. And they're gonna get like a lookalike, like a Ben Stiller lookalike. Ben Stiller is in it, and mm. he's super excited. And he said that he will not do it unless Owen Wilson signs up. Is we he... might be getting Hansel so. What has Owen Wilson Darren? said? I mean, he's been getting scripts hand over fist lately, right? Hand over fist. Yeah, ever since his suicide attempt. Oh god, <laughs> he could have been another boners to bone. Although I don't think I really would have cared as much. I mean, I mean, Owen yeah, Wilson. I don't know. I mean, Whatever, Owen no, Wilson. Owen Wilson. I don't really don't. He care. doesn't really make any movie for me at all. No, never like. No, no, definitely. That not. movie was horrible. Well, but Shanghai Owen Noon. Wilson was great. Shanghai Noon without him would really have been a crappy movie. It kind of actually. I know you're being facetious, maybe, but it kind of would have. You don't like that one? No. You're not I mean, a Jackie Chan fan at all? I am, but I'm not I'm just Jackie kidding. I don't like that shit. Oh, I'm I had you a, going. I'm, oh, you got punked. I'm not a Jackie Chan American fan, but I think Owen Wilson, like American movie fan, but I think Owen Wilson actually was pretty good. I think he had good chemistry, better chemistry than fucking Chris Tucker mm. with, 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 with Jackie Chan. I know you're trying to punk me, but yeah. I'm not a, I don't own the movie, but I will I've give it I've never even up. seen it, actually. I just know that he was in it. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> Nights. Yeah, no, I'm not. Not too, it's not too shabby, but yeah, no, he's making a he's making a fucking sequel. It's been greenlit, and uh, it's or you know, got the Will Ferrell back? Did he die? No, what? but Magatu's over. Like he, but he he lost the derelict campaign after the the, the Dalai Lama of Malaysia, or whatever. Right, and, and nothing ever, you know. 
But still, you like can bring them back, though. I mean, it's not that hard. I I hope they don't. Uh, I I I really I really hope they don't. Or they bring them back as a different character. I believe, and I could be wrong, and I'm already a bunch of beers in. Speaking of which, this episode is brought to you by New Belgium's Fat Tire Amber Ale. Brewed and bottled by New Belgium Brewing, Fort Collins, Colorado, USA. And by Sugar Free Red Bull. <laughs> and Sugar Free Red Bull. Uh, I believe they said, and I could be thinking of a different Red movie, Bull. that Jonah Hill is Red the Bull. villain this time. Jonah Hill? Yeah, I could be wrong. I mean, there's a lot of movie news that came out this week, and I could be completely wrong. The only thing I care about is the fact that we may be getting Zoolander fucking two. Well, I hope it lives up to one, because I mean... How could it not, though? I mean... Well, it, put, it could not buy they're like well number one got this cult following afterwards or if they do it now we're gonna try to like overdo it or if they know? do it smartly and it's derek in his 30s as still trying to be a male model with wrinkles and, oh that could be cool and you have like the you know the zach efron's and like the 18 year olds coming in and him not being able to deal with it i mean i mean getting like collagen party injections seriously i yeah. mean there's a there's a there's a lot of and especially after bruno failed so hard in my eyes, I hated Bruno so fucking much. I just I still haven't seen fucking it. hated it. Fuck I just heard you. it was dumb. Oh, it's so dumb. I don't even really want to because I'm like, it's I liked just, Borat and it's going to make me hate Borat probably too. I just, oh my God, I love the character, but, it's, but it seems to be a character in fashion. There's so many ways with the Maris top model and mm. that kind of shit. I mean, there are so many ways to do it. And, and and I'm not a Ben Stiller hater. Um, Do I think in the last few years he's picked paycheck roles? Yes. Yeah. I but, mean... Ben Stiller show, his Bruce Willis diehard in the supermarket impression and shit like that, and you know, cable guy and There's some great Ben Stiller stuff, Stiller's but there's also the some shit, shitty man, stuff too. I there mean, was a while there that he was very overexposed. Mm. Uh, he still rocks it in uh it's something about Mary. Seriously, dude. Like Franks and Baines and I mean I, I I love Ben Stiller, but mm. I, I, you know, I, I weep for the people. I there even thought he was funny in like him and Jennifer Aniston. Which one was that? Oh, along came Paul. I thought that was actually pretty funny, even, and that was one of his more like kind of lamer romantic comedy type movies. But he, he was still pretty funny. I in think it. it was better than Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers. And I thought it was better than the one with him and Drew Barrymore. Oh, uh, the one where they rent the house. Yeah, where they rent they the buy house. buy the house and the old lady's there. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, you're talking, I don't know the name off the top of my head, but yes. Because that one was sucked. that was definitely one of the lower. I mean, it doesn't hurt that Along Came Polly had Jennifer Aniston, who I still want to have um, lots of hardcore intercourse with. Mm -hmm. I would wreck that woman. If you made me think of when I was watching uh, Lost uh, this last week. You want to um, have sex with Locke. <laughs> just, just Lost in I general. Just, it's the whole island. I just want to fuck that island <laughs> yeah. hard. Eat it! <laughs> <laughs> no, the um, uh, I thought that Kate kind of looks like uh, Courtney Cox. Yeah, uh, can you see that? I'm not a Kate fan sexually. Um, she doesn't really do anything for me. But I'd prefer Courtney Cox to I Kate. Would definitely. Wreck but Courtney Cox. They kind of look a little bit similar though, with the hair and the oh, yeah. God, Courtney Cox. And it kind of it gave me hope as a as a as a young teenager. Like, well, David Arquette can get that. I can get Courtney. <laughs> um, I didn't get Courtney. I got some. No. I got Leslie Purdy. It's a lot better. I love you, babe. <laughs> See, with that, I just guaranteed myself some awesome sex. Someone, nice. Someone will mention that in the boards. Like, Rob said really good things about you. Uh, it turns out her family now listens to the podcast. So. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm not changing myself. You're tone it down? Fuck no. Yeah. Have I ever toned it down in three years? I think on two subjects I have. Turn that music up. Oh. There are two mm. subjects which I have toned down, which I'm not going to bring up. But otherwise, mm. fuck no. I'm not going to tone shit down. You know why? This is me. Well, I mean, it's like a hyper, uh, a hyper uh, realistic version of myself. But no, I would fuck. 
sucks, dude. Seriously, her and like the last few seasons of Friends, holy shit. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Yeah, that's true. She's fucking smoke. Even her and Masters of the Universe, I wanted to bang her back to like Gwildor's <laughs> key. That's right, I got the magic key. I'll fucking do you hard. So I'm excited about Zoolander 2. You know what I'm not excited about? I saw the movie um, by um, Mike Judge, his new one. Well, I mean, newer extract. Okay. Office Space, Idiocracy. Mm-hmm. People there might not know. I still don't see Idiocracy. Idiocracy is very hit or miss. Yeah. I, I, I kind of heard that. I love what it tried to do. I think it failed more than it succeeded. And I know I'm kind, I'm almost in the minority on the internet on that. Mike Judge, to me, kind of seems to fail more than he succeeds. It's sad. It's sad because I love Beavis and Butthead. I love that was King. totally different era, though. I well, mean, I love Beavis and Butthead. I love, and I know that Office I'm in space. Them, I love Office Space, and I love, I fucking love King of the Hill. I own yeah, that's where all. we differ a bit. Yeah, I know we do. I don't I hate know. it. I don't hate it. I've watched plenty of it, yeah. but I would never choose to watch it. I'd never own DVDs. I'd never pick it on Netflix. Yeah. It's on TV. I flip by it. Eh, maybe it's kind of funny, but I guess get tired of those characters. Yeah. You know what? I get that. And But some good story stuff and really think, much better written than The Simpsons. And, and I think, seriously, I think King of the Hill was able to take a piece of uh, Americana out there and, and, not make, and, and not make fun of it, but more like... It was like a love letter to. It never it had to rely love- on dream sequences or fake plots and shit like or, Simpsons and or, Family Guy. Or even like like, so now Hank, you know, he fucking he won the the lottery and now let's find out what happens. And it was all like it's working class. Um, you know, I, I know people that live down in Texas are like, yes, these types of things get very close to home. But it was never. Or if like- he did win the lottery, it would end up being that he actually didn't. Or something, it would turn into some other kind of story thing, and which actually works. It's never yeah. like remember that time when it was very, it was very like a, it was very like a, it was very much like a sitcom, but well, and, animated. And I and the, King of the Hill never had to do what The Simpsons like ended up relying on. Maybe even to this day, maybe they stopped doing it. But there was a huge period of time where every Simpsons episode started off with one fake plot line. Where it's like, we're all going to go to the zoo today. And then they go to the zoo. And then what happens there? A fucking, you know, something like a fucking monkey hijacks a bus. And then the rest of the time they're on the bus. And then it switches again to a different plot. And you're like, what happened to them being at the zoo? And now they're not there anymore. And Instead, it, it yeah. was a Homer-focused episode. Now it's a Lisa-focused episode. And I'm like, why, like, why are you wasting like 15 minutes of the show with like fake plot lines, for like two sight gags usually. Yeah, for like a couple sight gags that yeah. aren't even that funny. That's that why the funny. first four seasons of Simpsons, while well, they had stories from stories. start to end, and they wrap something B. up. Yeah, and then later on, they're like, it's easier if we make the story really quick and we do a bunch of misleading shit in the beginning. It um, was the point where they made Homer a complete moron, as opposed to a loving father who did stupid things. Mm-hmm. Because he was at a point where he was like, he loved his family, but was kind of dense, but always did things out of the goodness of his heart to the point where it's like, well, it's funnier if he's just completely dumb. Yeah. And it's just stopped being a boy. King of the Hill, in my opinion, <clears throat> or where he bounced back and forth between dumb, like retarded, kind of dumb and not dumb at all. Yeah. Because like, depending on the situation, he'd act different ways. Yeah. So like, like, a, B or C. Well, you fucking take Hank Hill and he's always Hank Hill. No matter what the situation me, which, is. Which cracked me up. And the right. fact that it was, it was all about Stephen Rudd as Bill Dotrieve. So you'd put him in weird situations, and that's what makes it funny and Bobby. And that's and, what's good. Yeah. And that's what Mike Judge was good at was taking the mundane and making it funny. So in Office Space, we got the mundane of Cubicle Land, yep. which we both can highly uh, identify with, and is very timeless. 
It is. To be honest, I mean, I remember seeing, I'm one of the few. You can still find offices with all those old CRT monitors around, too. It looked just like that. And I'm one of the few people that, um, and I can say that I actually saw Office Space uh, opening weekend in the theater. Uh, it wasn't there that was cool. There was four of us in the theater on a Saturday <laughs> at 4.30 in the afternoon. It was me and Roger and then, like, two other people in the whole theater. I don't think it was marketed real well. It was not. Just like Idiocracy and almost like Extract. But Extract has the whole selling power of Jason Bateman. Mm-hmm. J.K. Simmons, Mila Kunis, and Ben Affleck. How can you go wrong? <sighs> it just does. There are funny parts in the movie. I laughed more than Idiocracy, because Idiocracy kind of felt too broad, which was making fun of America. Well, it mm-hmm. worked, but I can't. I net net. I mean, I can I can barely Netflix recommend it. Uh, the Ben Affleck any scene with Ben Affleck hilarious once more proves that Ben Affleck needs to do more comedies yeah like just comedies there is a fucking surfer dude in this movie some kid to play. hilarious Jason Bateman the straight guy awesome and J.K. Simmons great uh, also props to Clifton Gonzalez who you might have seen as um, Nero's right hand man in the new Star Trek movie okay which I love him from the Stone Age a movie that a lot of people have <laughs> yeah, never I've seen. seen. It. Yeah. Fucking tack. The schnapser. Bing. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. Fucking tack, man. Fucking, fucking tack. ditchweed, man. It's <laughs> fucking ditchweed. Smoking out of a can. I fucking love that movie. Yeah, I love that movie too. I love that movie more than Days and Confused. It's sad, but it's oh, true. No, I don't yeah, know why. I, it's not. It's not better at all. It's not a better movie at all. The main reason why I like it better is because I watched Days and Confused a lot as a kid. I got burnt out. From and Days. I got burnt out on that. But and the Stone fucking Age. Stone Age. Uh, Every time someone come over, I'd be like, you're a snapster. Bing. I, I just, uh, it's so great. Yeah. And, yeah. I just, oh my God. Fucking tech, man. Fucking tech. So I've loved- Talls. You didn't get the talls? What the oh, fuck? Seriously. And I fucking love, I fucking love Clipping Gonzalez in that. I loved him. Oh my God. I got to watch that again now. Seriously. Like, I don't own it. I only own it on VHS and I don't wow. have a v, I don't have a VCR. So I'm hoping it's on DVD or maybe it's on Netflix. I hope if you've never seen the Stone Age. And you're a fan of our show, which means you're probably an alcoholic, or maybe you partake in things that the Stone Age does. Check it out. Check it out. And go into it as like a B-grade, low-rent, Dazed and Confused. That... uh, Better ending. Definitely a better ending. It's it's got so many... It's it's fucked up, man. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. It might be nostalgia for me. I have not I'm seen I'm hoping that. it's not nostalgia because I haven't seen it since, have, like, back in the day. I have not but seen it But I'm remembering it, like it as being so good. I don't know. Yeah. I used to show everybody that movie, and everybody was like, yeah, fucking tech, man. So every time I see Clifton Gonzalez show up, I'm like, it's fucking tech, man. Like, <laughs> and they're like, who? And I'm like, oh, my God. But now he's, like, a big – I mean, he's getting big roles, which mm-hmm. is awesome because I love that dude. Yeah. And he's an extract for kind of a bit, and it's funny. But, you know, it's just – and Kristen Wiig's in it. And, I and, like Kristen Wiig. And, you know, she's she's kind of funny, but mm. once again, man, it's just, I don't know if he's trying to cap, capitalize on the office space thing, because it's like, instead of, instead of being in an office, now it's in a food processing plant. Mm. And there's some funny parts. Me and Leslie were mostly like, I mean, okay, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe it'll be like a, nah, okay. kind of like, um, thank you for smoking. Yes. Where I'm like, what? Is this a comedy? Because I'm not really laughing except for going to be two or three parts during this whole but thing. But it's still entertaining. And it's heavy-handed, and it's like... But I like that movie. I mean, I don't I don't love it, but I mean, I was entertained, and I was like, yes, you should see this movie if you like, you know, Tom Jane. Really? And J.K. Simmons and Sam Watterson. 
and you know every and, and David even David in, David Kirshner was in that and he's in David Extract. Kirshner, yeah. He plays a pretty funny character. But it's just, David it's, Kirshner not quite as funny when he's not in a movie. I've heard him on some podcasts. Uh, I guess now we can't have David Kirshner on our show, but uh, these I thought he'd be a lot funnier. He's just kind of a dude. He might just be bitter. He's was, like, uh, I should be bigger than what I am. Hurley, uh, Jorge Garcia, who plays Hurley and Lost, is also doing a podcast. I heard about that. Uh, reading where they were reading the scripts before they shot. They recorded it. Okay. Like their impressions of the scripts. Okay. And then after each episode, they're releasing the corresponding script reading commentary episode. Oh, okay. It's him and this girl who I don't know what relation she is to him or what, but... Uh, Sadly, I thought Jorge Garcia would be really kind of funny and, you know, cool guy. Cool guy, but boring. Oh, you're so boring, Jorge Garcia. I'm sorry. I wanted to think you were fucking great because you're fucking... You're Hurley. You're Hurley. And if Hurley was doing it, it would be great because he'd be saying dude all the time and shit. Jorge Garcia, like, I don't know if he's fucking baked all the time or what, but he's just fucking quiet and kind of boring and slow and... He makes a few jokes here and there that are pretty good, but it's few and far between. Oh. And the show is not recorded well, and it's kind of disappointing because I really thought that he would be funny. It saddens me to. Mm-hmm. Kind of saddens me to. to I'd almost that. rather hear, uh, you know, Terry O'Quinn's cast. You know, only if he was in the stepfather character. <laughs> All I wanted was to work on a show and have a family. <laughs> and then, like, in the halfway point, he turns into the Locke character. Like, don't tell me what I can't do. I can do a podcast if I want to do a podcast. Levels are too loud, Locke. Don't tell me the levels are too loud. I'm fucking Locke. I'm fucking Locke. And I think on that note, we're hitting about two hours here, and I think we better get some fucking voicemail because we got our fans calling in. All right. And we got some shit we got to talk about, CJ. You ready for this? Oh, I suppose I can put some effort into it. This one episode. Voicemail. Oh, 206-350-8858. That's right, 206-350-8858. You can call and leave a message. Leave a message about. Hey Rob, this is Vince. Uh, I don't know, you put the post up said call in, so I'm calling in. Uh, one question, why do we even put up with Ed Hawken and his love of ragtime? Honestly, I've been thinking about that a great deal over the last few days, and I just you wanted to hear your take on it. Other than that, uh, keep up the good work. Love you like the brother I never had. You take it easy. Later. Now, Vin, Vinny, Big V, if uh, I could call you that. You are a brand new member on our boards. I enjoy you. You could probably kill me with your pinky. You remind me of my father. <laughs> Because both of you could probably kill me with your pinky. Not saying that you're old, but you both got the skill set. Now, you are correct, sir. CJ, I'm not, you know, you're not on the boards a lot. You got a busy life. You're living like a socialite life. You're all, you're doing crazy parties and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I get out. So it turns out that this week it was known. This week will forever be known as Hawking Gate 2010. That sounds spooky. He didn't have sex with an intern. 
Okay. He didn't fucking sell some real estate and do some shady shit. There was some stained jammers involved. Yeah, no, there was no there was no stains on the jammers. Okay. But it came out this week that Ed Hawken of the Ed Hawken Show, which you can check out at BrainDeadRadio.com, and who you might have heard in every episode for the last two and a half years. It goes something like this. Hey there, Rob. Yeah, it's kind of like Charles Nelson Riley, <laughs> <laughs> As done by Alec Baldwin, but a little bit less gay. <laughs> it's pretty much with the, the cadence. Has never, Ed Hawken has never, ever watched Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street movies, which are okay, whatever. But, you know, that's a different story. But has never yeah. seen Dawn of the Motherfucking Dead. Even after listening to us for so long and Don't. so many references, Don't. you think the curiosity alone would make you want to go out and get it. The one thing that no matter how mad we get at each other, no matter how much we hate each other, no, no matter how much we Siskel and Ebert each other, the one movie that can bring us together and make us love each other like a brother is Dawn the Dead, 1978, George Romero. True. And, and another not the important, Argento cut. Right. And Romero. another important aspect of that is that you and I both saw it on our own without any prompting of... Yes. The interwebs. We grew up on that. Or anybody telling yeah. us that you need to watch this. Yes. We just saw it, you know, and, you know, I had an instant love for zombies from fucking Thriller, like I'd mentioned before. So when I saw the fucking box and I saw fucking zombies. Wait, did you mall, see the box with, was it the box with, with Roger where it was like the, the multiple f- stages yes. of sitting and up? Like the yes. huge giant spoiler. Yep. Fucking A VHS makers. But that also but made still, me want to see it though yeah. because you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, like a fucking zombie. Yeah. Wait, is he waking up? Why does he look so pale? What's and happening? And I think, I'm, like I mentioned before, I think I might have seen a little bit of it as a younger kid too. My brother's watching it or something. I'm like, oh my God, what's this? It probably sh- like oh, shoot me sure, away. Sure. Like, you can't watch this. Get out of here. So, so I fucking saw it on my own. You saw it on your own, and it just nobody else I knew was into that movie, but I sure as fuck was. I'm with you. I mean, well, my, my brother was. My but, uncle was. My yeah. uncle, and I mentioned many of times that my my uncle RC, who is out in Afghanistan fighting the 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 Taliban, the terrorists, and the the uh, the, um, the the bad guys out there, and the Al Qaeda's and stuff. Apparently, Hurt Locker style. He's the one that, as a small child forced me well kind of forced me to watch fright night the thing i mean he was the one i was like i was way too young to be watching this <laughs> fright night exactly the one that used to you don't know what that me. means you must go watch some fright night exactly exactly and he was the one that 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 kind of that kind of nurtured my my love for uh the the horror movies so we both were able to on our own like you said grow up and and, and we, we we sought out these movies and they kind of fostered our love for horror and 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 even for for horror movies that had a message and and i might not have picked up on that as a child but as i got older i was like this isn't so much a horror movie as it is a mirror to society Mm. like dun 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 yeah i didn't really none of that when i was a kid i'm just like yeah zombies (laughs) yay zombies yeah fly boy yeah fly boy (laughs) i just like the for me, I mean, even later, I mean, it, it said the social thing was like, I knew it was there and I got it. And it's like, there's not, it's not there's not really that much to get, you know? There's a lot to get. <laughs> I know you've written papers yeah, on this say, and whatnot. I was going to say, I've, wrote, I've written essays and many to papers me, in college. Okay, I get Donald it. I don't Dead. need to, like, dissect it down to, you know, anything small. But for me, it was more the sense of, uh, you know, being trapped by an outside force and trying to keep it out. And that whole thing alone... Uh, 
was just, you know, creepy and the whole the ball thing. And I don't know. I just something about it just grabbed me. Now, Hawkins never seen this, but has prof, uh, has proclaimed his love for a movie called Ragtime. And anyway, his love. Just mention that. I might not have seen Dawn of the Dead, but I saw Ragtime. Pretty much the same thing. Just the same thing. There's people in it, and it was directed <laughs> by a director. Uh, then I don't fucking know. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've never seen Ragtime. CJ, you ever seen Ragtime? Uh, no. No, we saw a trailer just now. We, we YouTubed it. I've heard of a song called Ragdoll. I kind of like that. Ragtime. Ed, basically, you're a big fucking failure. I'm, I'm just saying, dude. Like, you know, we, we host you. We give you. We, we gave you a soapbox to to talk to the world. And what did he do with that soapbox? He Rob? shat on the soapbox. He took a big dump on it and he was just like, filled it with feces. He filled it with feces and was like. I don't and then care. Stomped on it like there's fucking grapes in there, and he's making a wine. And then he fell over head first and made a noise like. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He made the voice. So Ed, for that, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. We say you fucking fail right now. I can't breathe. Next voicemail. Motherfucking Robin CJ, what's going on, motherfucking cracker ass bitches? motherfucking JV Smooth, a.k.a. motherfucking Neon Black, and curb your enthusiasm all up in that ass, baby. Just want to call and say good job, and what's up with this motherfucker Ed Hawkins fucking up shit on the motherfucking board, fucking talking this nonsense, never seen no motherfucking Dawn of the motherfucking dead. Motherfucking, motherfucking, what the fuck do you think, motherfucker? Anyway, motherfucker needs to rectify that shit ASAP, motherfucker. Anyway, JV Smooth, out this bitch. Peace out, bitches. You got to get up in that ass, Ed. Get up in that ass. You got to take a Snickers ball. You got to eat that shit. You got to throw the wrapper down. Get up in that ass, Ed. And watch the Dawn of the like Dead. like you own the place. Exactly. You got to watch the Dawn of the Dead, Ed. Leon Black, we agree with you. We think it's a goddamn national travesty. It's a shame. It is. What's sad is that, Ed, Ed, we love you, Ed. We, you know, we... Me and... I don't know about CJ, but I, I think of you like the stepbrother that I never had maybe never wanted but that was forced upon but that you know what didn't bother me that much that i was like hey you're kind of cool you look kind of weird you were jammers that's kind of weird but you might be kind of cool but then you gotta bring out this shit like i don't watch horror movies because it gives me the nightmares yeah when i was a kid i'd walk by the horror section and go it looks scary over there whereas cj and i were like what is this Popcorn, chopping mall, blood, yes, Mother's Day, fucking bring this shit. We sought out those pictures. And he's like, pirate ghost. <laughs> I love the pirate ghost. I love the pirate ghost. So yeah, Ed, I know, I, 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 and I want to say out there to people out there in Interwebland, yes, Mr. Hawken has rectified the issue and has Dawn of the Dead, the original, coming on Netflix. So hopefully the next episode that he has, he will talk about it. I think he'll talk shit about it. You know, I'm not I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Because I I, I can't to be honest. How much it, is nostalgia? It's not for me though. It's not at all. It's a social commentary for you. It is. Yeah. It is. I, I honestly I, I completely one hundred one hundred percent honestly enjoy Dawn of the Dead, the original, a million times more 
than any of the remakes. It was an important place for them. It was. It was. This place is nuclear that. power. Yeah. <laughs> I just. I, you want to get rid I, of that baby? I can do that. It's, no, I, oh, I love that. that was, Don't knock it. It's got its own key. Oh, fucking Ken Furry. Really wish you didn't look all pissed off when I first met you. But no, I mean, really, I don't think. I, okay, I don't get scared at horror movies. I never go to a horror movie to get scared ever. So I don't. I, I don't base movies. I don't know about you, but I don't base movies on that. Do you base you know newer horror movies on you like them if you're scared or not? Do you base it on that at all? No, I don't think I ever really did. Yeah, I just, I just liked it. Yeah. I mean, like, you like him for reasons. I don't know if I'm like, I like being scared. I think, actually, I probably didn't really like being scared, but I just liked, I don't know, it's just that kind of, that thrill you get from it, that adrenaline happening. And and and, 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 and at any point, I like I being mean, scared during it. It's more the thinking about it afterwards when you're like, oh, I'm scared now when you're a kid, anyway. And the two points and the two movies for me that really, I mean, even, I mean, now hit that home for me being scared now would be In the Mouth of Madness, still fucking Carpenter. I, don't, I mean, that gets to me. And, and the Deliverance. Mist. Oh, nice. oh well. Deliverance for you, right? I mean, that's more. That's mostly Sully. That's, mm, that's yeah. nothing. I love you, Siege. Bad memories. Oh, I fucking love you. Oh God, so much. But yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't really go into those movies to be scared. I go into them as I'm going to see a movie that I'm entertained by, that has a good story, um, sometimes good directing or good gore, and at least holy shit moments where you're like, you got to tell your buddy, dude. You, I mean, this movie sucks, but this. And Dawn of the Dead is like, dude, this movie is great, and. These are the reasons why. I've owned that movie at least eight different uh, versions oh, over yeah. the years. Yeah. And I'm really pissed off. And I think I mentioned this a few episodes ago that uh, one of our uh, UK friends, uh, or maybe it's actually Ireland or UK. I don't know. Somebody that's not in America that was mentioning that. Hey, by the way, you know that Blu-ray you just bought at Dawn of the Dead? Ha ha ha. Well, we just got like a three-disc Blu-ray that comes with like a, a limited edition poster. Is that remastered? And this and this. Yeah. Well, the version I have is remastered. But this version has the Argento cut. It's all the different cuts, and a big thing for me is like, Ed, I love you, and I and 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 I have to say that because I don't want this to be like an attack on you at all. I'm jealous, and I'm sure CJ is as well that you have access. You to watch it for the first time. Well, you that on you a had nice like well that, quality. That, but that, yeah, well, a that yes, you're not watching it on a VHS that has shitty tracking on a fucking 19 inch like crappy TV like and, Sanyo. I'm more jealous of the fact, and this is the reason that I think Ed has kind of missed out on some of these types of movies, that he has access to a theater called the New Beverly Theater, hmm. or maybe it's New Beverly Cinema. It's a crazy awesome theater that shows throwbacks, so you get to see The Monster Squad, Creep Show, Razorback, movies that we love unironically right. that they get to show in a nice 35 millimeter print. They have the directors, to the a writers. Crowd of hipsters who go there ironically. I'd say a good. I'd say I wouldn't say all of Not them. Not all of them. I'd say a percentage. You think they fight, like the non-hipsters and the hipsters, like warrior style? Maybe. Come on to play. <laughs> like they're throwing. <laughs> fuck, they're like they're crumpling up their fucking PBR cans and shit. But I mean, it really is at this point. It's like it's at this point. I mean, and Ed and and I may be wrong, and you know, we might be fucking you know backwards ass redneck Minnesotan Midwesterners. But to me, a lot of your stories sound like you see movies ironically and to make kind of fun of them and it's good now i could be wrong maybe you're actually seeing roadhouse because you liked roadhouse when you first saw it but now you're getting a chance to actually see it how it was meant to be seen in which case fuck yeah i am jealous as shit 
that I can't go to a theater around here and see fucking Roadhouse with the director, with the writer, see Monster and Squad there, with there Shane Black. There are some movies up. that you watch ironically. I mean, totally. there totally are. Totally. It's not like you can't do that. No, I'm but with you. But when you say, like, I, I'm, I'm Roadhouse, I think I do kind of watch ironically, actually. I really like Roadhouse when I first saw it. That's fair enough. When I first saw it. As yeah. a kid, I mean, I like but Patrick something, Swayze. Yeah, but yeah. I, well, I didn't really watch it as a kid. Yeah, which I mean, is why for me it's more. I watch oh, sure, it ironically. Sure, totally. And that that's fine. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know, stuff like Creep Show. Like I loved that as a kid. I still think it's great. Stephen King fucking acts in it. The Wraith. He hates, he hates on the Wraith. On the Wraith. And he was saying, I'm like, remember, he said it's powered by, I don't know what, but it's powered by lightning and souls. Lightning and souls, motherfucker. Yeah, that's right. Like, there is a point where, yes, some movies are shitty, but you know what? There, are, There's a good subsection of people that, you know, i.e. me and CJ, <laughs> and lots of others, that find these movies endearing in their own ways. Exactly. We're not trying to make apologies for them. We're not saying, like, no, if only you knew. No, it's like we, I, we, not, we actually enjoy these movies. So when you come out and say... That was pure shit, but it was funny in this way. It's just like, that's kind of like stabbing like, me in the Because like if Army of Darkness came out right now, and you go and see it in the theater, and you'd never seen it as a kid. I would like anything. it more than Drag Me to Hell. Just saying. Right. But still, you'd look at some of those special effects and stuff and be like, yeah. But anytime. I like th- these special effects, ironically, because they're horrible. But I also, I mean, maybe it's different for you. And like I said, we're maybe I don't want to put words into Ed's mouth. At one point, and I know I haven't seen this for three years, um, at one point, I will have the technology not only to punch you in the dick through the internet, but to have Ed Hawken as a guest, uh, if, if, if not um, a, a segment to, to, to kind of talk about. But at, at, at some point, I mean, me and you, I mean, I'm, okay, I'll just talk for me. When I watch movies that are older that I've never seen, I make sure to tell myself in my head, like, okay, this came out in this time. These were the, this was the, the, the budget almost, the effects. I'm not holding something like Army of Darkness up to Spider-Man 2. Right. Like, okay, Raimi had a huge, you know, bag of tricks for Spider-Man 2 and had, like, a huge bag of sand for fucking, you know, Army of Darkness. Like, I'm not holding that up. But to me, sometimes, Ed, it sounds like, you know, you you really can't differentiate. You know, you don't respect your roots, Ed. Ed, you don't respect your goddamn elders. And with that, I say, fail, good sir. Until you watch Dawn of the Dead and we hear we hear your, your specs, I really hope he doesn't. I really hope he uh, he enjoys it. And after Dawn of the Dead, and you watch Day of the Dead. I know everybody was like, you should watch Night of the Living Dead first. I'm like, listen, the original yeah. iffy. Yeah. iffy. Watch the remake. Mm-hmm. Watch the remake of Night. Watch the original of De- Dawn. Right. The original of Day. Yes, remake first. Yeah, then Dawn. Then, then day, day, then land. Then I land. love land. Yeah, I and do, then I diary. Do then diary. And yeah, people fine. hate diary. And then watch the yeah. remakes of Dawn. And, and then watch the overdub Night of the Day, the Dawn of the, of the blah, 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 of the original. Yes, which Why? I have post on the board because it's hilarious. It is. It's hilarious. Yeah. Is it offensive? Tuna fish. Incredibly <laughs> offensive. It's incredibly <laughs> offensive. I don't care. It's fucking funny. And I've shown that to people who fucking watch it, and they're just like. Wow, like you're fucked up for liking this, you know? Because it's really fucking it horrible, fucking... stereotypical, offensive. Especially, you know, with the uh, fucking um, what's the character's ben? name? Ben in the yeah. But it's funny. Does that make me a bad person? I don't think so. You made I didn't boner do jokes. It. Rest I in peace, boner. Yeah, I did. Boner. I yeah, yeah. Sorry, boner. My boner's fine. A half mass for boner. <laughs> <laughs> Next voicemail. Hey, hi, 
talking. It's the uh, 23rd of February, and uh, I'm just reading all this spectacular shit you're posting on BDR. Can't believe that there's so much fail contained within one person. Uh, I'm almost convinced that half the fail must be this Randall character uh, that you have on your show. Um, he's pretty much fail sauce as well. I just don't really know what to say, uh, other than I hope Vin doesn't kill you, um, because you've apparently upset him with all your failness. Uh, seriously, no Dawn of the Dead, uh, that's fail. Um, you watch Ragtime, but you can't sit through other decent movies, um, that's fail. Um, let's see. Uh, you hate Commando. Well, no, no, no. You like Commando, but it's a bad movie. Uh, that's double fail. Um, Christ on a fucking popsicle stick, Ed. Uh, yeah, this is definitely the 23rd of February. Uh, I don't know how you're really going to comment on this, but have at it. Bell's off. Angry Gamer. Fred Durst on a dinosaur. I'm out. Ragtime, ragtime, let's sit on jammers and watch ragtime. Ragtime, ragtime. That's right. B Metal, aka Fred Durst, aka Angry Gamer, aka Tiger Ace. You are fucking correct. Before I forget, because I am six beers in, Randall, 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 Ed's partner on the Ed Hawkins show, took my first voicemail, uh, episode four. And proceeded to make fun of me for suggesting that Jensen Ackles, a.k.a. Dean from Supernatural, should be Snake Plissken. Mm-hmm. To that I say, Ed slash Randall, because I know both of you are like, man. Dude, here's the deal. Kurt Russell, back in the day, he was the computer that wore tenor shoes. No one thought he was serious business. He looked like a douchebag. He had, a.k.a. dick-sucking lips, like you used to <laughs> say about Jensen Ackles. Yeah. Here's the problem. Jensen has been in a somewhat entertaining horror movie, My Bloody Valentine 3D. I enjoyed him in that. He's not a bad actor. I mean, I like that. I am in the minority. I like that movie. But in Supernatural, he is able to, and CJ can't even comment because he's never watched the show for the for more than four episodes. Really? That's right. Nah. Well, it's funny because when they mentioned their thoughts on Supernatural, yeah. I kind of echoed it. So fair yeah. enough. You like Naruto? I don't. Whatever. I know. Thing, I whatever. like Supernatural. I I I take it. I take it as I take it as as. It's not like I don't see how you could like as it. As a horror fan, I take it as a stab in the heart that you can't get past the first three episodes like yeah. i told you to like as a horror fan you fail almost you fail almost as much as hawken does with dawn but not i mean not i shouldn't say as much you fail 40 percent as much as hawken does for that as a it's horror on the fan. cw what do you want from me how you can't say that you the, watch fucking naruto which is on fucking the, the but i'm not telling CN. you i'm not telling you that if you haven't seen naruto you don't like it it's a stab in my heart i watched a shitload of naruto you wanted to because I made fun of you and you gave it to me, so I did it. Just like with Hawken, I watched two full seasons of Doctor Who. But I didn't tell you that you should like it. No. I told you you probably wouldn't, actually. And you gave it to me. Right. And as a human being and as a friend and as a fan of what you bring to the show, sir, I gave it the time of day. You were yeah, a fair panda. Enough. Fair enough. I and did only Hawken watch one episode is a goddamn uber fucking panda because i gave doctor who two seasons and guess what hawken that show fucking sucks 
worst sci-fi show. I'd rather watch fucking. I'd rather watch Enterprise. But I watch Enterprise than fucking. Wow. Yeah. Enterprise is bad. It's been a long road. Bro, Nickelback. We're going to see you about Star Trek. That's right. So it's correct. Here's the deal. I mean, really, Randall. Jenison Ackles, I think, would be great because he's kind of well known, not really. You know, Russell back then wasn't much of a badass. What made him a badass? Leather pants, leather trench coat, fake scar, eye patch. So kind of the same thing I'm telling CJ to do. Do those things. You could be Pliskin. Do I think Jensen could pull it off? Sure. My biggest fear is they're going to cast someone that a lot of people know that has baggage and that's going to ruin it. I don't even want a remake, but that's besides the point. I think Ackles, as an actor, could do it. I think hating him because he's on the CW is the biggest bitch move ever. It's not like I'm saying, like, Tom Welling should be the next Superman because he played Clark Kent in Smallville. No, I'm like, if you're going to do Escape from L.A. or Escape from New York, hire someone that can act and that has shown the chops to do funny, serious, and could pull, and actually could pull it off. I mean, maybe you're hating on him because you feel sexually threatened, Randall. I mean, maybe that's it. I mean, I don't. Dude, I saw someone looks like Snake Plissken at Subway. Yeah. Did you really? No, that would be me if I started dressing like Snake Plissken. Oh, oh my God, I was so blazed. He totally ordered a half turkey sub with a light mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of a badass, but not really a real badass with a full mayonnaise. <laughs> I just pulled my shirt. I got to feed the snake. <laughs> I would love to see an anaconda <laughs> on his stomach. <laughs> be fucking great. But you are correct, Angry Gamer. This is the month of fail. Failuberary. That's really hard to say, Gerard. <laughs> yeah, easier to write, maybe. Yeah, Failuberary. Failuberary. That's just that's just awkward, but it, it makes sense. Hawkin, you have more and more people calling in, slamming you. Come on. But I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a silver lining here, Hawkin. And I hope you listen to this show because I'm never gonna write it down. I've looked at your stats for your last four shows. Not bad, sir. Hmm. Not hmm. bad, good sir. People are listening. Don't fail them now. Correct. Correct. Last voicemail. Rob, this is Vin. How are you doing? I'd like to call and vent about Ed fucking Hawkins. I swear to fucking Christ, if I was on the West Coast right now, I would be trying to find Ed Hawkins and physically drag him to fucking Best Buy to buy this fucking movie. Ragtime. Who the fuck watches Ragtime? Oh, my parents had a divorce. Oh, big fucking deal. Put a fucking horror movie on. Anyway, I, I may just call in three or four more times just to vent some more. So thanks for listening to me. I'll talk to you later, brother. Uh, Ed, Ed, Ed. You have not only pissed off I don't know, a lame guy from the Midwest and CJ. You've also pissed off like an ex-fucking badass who could probably take out Jack Bauer and fucking and fucking John Matrix from Commando with his fucking pinky. <laughs> yeah. Dude, true. you don't want to do this. And I have to I have to I have to say like, you know, in response to the previous voicemail that I kind of glossed over, Ed, Commando is an awesome movie. It's awesome and it's hilarious. It's mm. not bad and hilarious. It's awesome. He kills a shitload of people. A movie can be both good and bad. Yes. 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 And Commando is like neither. I would consider most of the Rocky sequels to be both good and bad. They're laughable. They're still awesome movies. Like they're still good movies. The first one is just a great movie. Now, Ed, have you seen Rocky? That 
If you haven't seen that, I'm going to start yelling at you because that's my fucking holy grail of a movie. I love that shit. But there's a part of me that at this point now questions everything Ed says because he hasn't seen Dawn. So part of me thinks like Ed has only seen Rocky Five at the New Beverly. Probably. Like, it's Ironically. funny, Tommy Gunn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, I mean, could I be wrong? Probably. But at this point, Ed, you got a lot to come back from, sir. I mean... You're only in episode four of your stupid show. We're in episode like 300 of like three years of our show. So when you were climbing that rope and you were almost to the top and then what happened? Fucking hand slipped and you fell right back down to the bottom. You Better start climbing. All Better the start way climbing that rope. Up and try to keep your boner hidden in your jammers. Mm-hmm. We don't want to see that shit. Yeah. But you done pissed off fucking Vince. Fucking V. This motherfucker could probably kill Jack Bauer, dude. And this guy is out for blood. I imagine like Vinnie Jones. Like, ooh. I don't, I think this guy could kick Vinnie Jones' ass, dude. Mm. I've read his stories. See, here's the thing, people, listeners, and I know we have a lot of you, com- you know, to our stats. You might want to come to, you might want to come to BrandonRadio.com and check out the forums because this motherfucker has a whole thread about his crazy ass stories and they're fucking crazy. We're not men. No. We have penises. We're not men compared to this guy. This guy is fucking a man. This guy is fucking killing people with his looks. Mm-hmm. He just, like, takes off his sunglasses like fucking David Caruso, but instead of being like, yeah, <laughs> you burst into flames and die. And this guy hates Ed right now. Ed, you better watch your back, sir. I don't know if Randall can I wouldn't want to be Ed right now. I would, I would not, not want to be, be in Ed. his situation. It's uh-uh. a bad place to be. It, uh, it be, in, in the like past, game it was a bad place a to be. and Vin, right? <laughs> like, that's... That's where you're at. And yeah. you don't want to be between a rock and Vin because, you know, Vin will probably take that rock and bludgeon you to death because you have not seen Dawn of the Dead. Mm. And, Ed, I know that by the time this is edited and put it on, on the interwebs, we will have episode five. Ed, I'm, and I'm hoping it's called Ed Loves Dawn of the Dead. Or, as you had said, Dawn of the Ed. Ed, we just gave you a free title. Uh, I said Ed of the Dead. I thought that was good. No, CJ was like, you're a fucking idiot, Rob. You should have called it Dawn of the Ed. So, Ed, if you're listening, your next episode better be all about Dawn of the Dead, and it better be called Dawn of the Ed. What if it's all about ragtime? Oh, my God. Ed would lose all of his listeners, and he'd become a pariah on the boards. It would no longer be wow. Hawkinism. So he'd be like, put a bucket on his head and put him backwards on a horse and just let him go off into the desert? That is correct. Yeah. Go off into the Shunned. desert. Oh, uber shun. Like, shun. Like, worse than you in a site that shall not be named. Yes, worse than me on a site that sh- the site that shall not be named. Yes, Ed. Ed, don't www.voldemort.com. <laughs> don't fail us now, Ed. Don't fail us now. We love you, man. You can come back from this. You can come back. You can. It's all up to you. And don't lie. Don't the lie. Power is yours. <laughs> Captain Planet, <laughs> he's a hero. Don't lie, Ed. If you don't like Dawn of the Dead, I want you to. I want your next episode. Or I want you to call it and have give a good us, explanation. Just give us the reasons. Give us some good reasons, and I, I guarantee you, Ed, it's tax time. I got money coming in. I will pony up for some fucking shit, so I am able to debate this with you on wow. the interweb. Ooh. Yeah, we've been talking about it for three years. I'm just like, I got, I got other issues. This is how much I love this movie. I will pay money to debate Ed, not live, obviously, but to have a segment where. Me and you will talk for episode 17. I'm like, and now, Rob versus Ed. And then this. Ding, ding. That's right. 
and I'm gonna be the snobster. Ping ping. <laughs> the snobster. For Braider Radio, I'm Rob Hughes. C.J. Larson. And transmission. It's the only world we got. Let's protect it while we can. That's all there is, and there ain't no more. <laughs> I'm not the